The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers Podcast, show number 295. We record on February the 15th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, the one that Jesus walks out today. I'm joined by my friend from Little Ohio, the Mayo. Welcome back, Mayo. Hey, what's up? Mm. Hey, when, when do I get to get away from Little Ohio? When does it get to be like Big Ohio never, or never. You're just Mediocre so, Ohio? So like I'll, I'll gonna, settle for that. It's going to be Little Ohio forever now. Oh. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> and from the igloos up in the north, my friend Ryan Gibson, the Canadian. Welcome back, Ryan. What's going on, everybody? Another episode of Horrible Gamers. Let's do this. That's right. Welcome back, Ryan. It's it's good to have you here. (laughs) It's Um, nice to be here, man. It's been a long time. Our friend Gunny Chief uh, is gone. He is is skiing. He he ate too many blue pills. (laughs) Don't want to know what happens. (laughs) But uh, but yes, he uh, he's up there skiing apparently for Valentine's yeah, Day, yeah. I guess. I don't know who does that, but that's that's what Gunny said he's gonna do. Anyway, I mean, it, people do that up here, man. It's skiing on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Yeah, I can see it happening. <laughs> it's not that weird, man. It's really. pretty fucking weird for somebody from California. Anyways, you can follow us on Discord. <laughs> Horrible games. <laughs> leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a review on Google Podcasts. All that good stuff. You can also leave comments on the YouTube channel. Uh, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community is our closed group on Facebook. You can join that group simply by heading on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Horrible Gamers. Or on Facebook, you can just search for Horrible Gamers Podcast and a page will pop up. You like that page? In that page, there's a link that takes you right to the group. And it's a closed group. You answer a few questions. You join it. And it's all good and fun, Mayo. Right? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you just join it and it's, it's there, like you're part of the group. You can be a top fan. You you well, you could be no, a top fan. Not in the, the group. That's for the page, Mayo. Come on now. Oh okay, see, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's for the page. So yeah, on the page you can now become a top fan. Mm, yeah. So if you want to be a top fan, you can go ahead and be a top fan over at the in, in the page. But in the group, it's a closed group, so anything you post in the group is not visible. People that are not part of the group. And what else? What the fuck else do I got in my show notes here? Oh, Patreon! Patreon. You can head on over to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers and support the show with the monies. Like our Patreon friends have. I gotta pull up the list, guys. I'm trying to kill time here if you haven't noticed. Adam Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Maybe H. Bill Garner II. Brandon Willier. Brian Capessa. Chad. Commandalorian. David Snyder. Evan Tanaka. 
MEM, Jesse Kraft, John Jerome, Jonathan D. Hall, and Paulo Mechmod, Nipron, Porkchop Who, Robbie Wheat, The Mayo, Subbader, and Vaderholic. Thanks to all of you for being Patreon machines. I love you, each and every single one of you, more than I love myself. Well, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a bit, I tell you. (laughs) It's quite a bit, I tell you. (laughs) But I love all of you for being Patreons. Thank you for supporting the show with the monies. And what else do I got on the show notes? Oh, Stitcher. Head on over to Stitcher, Ryan. Do you like podcasts, Ryan? Do you like podcasts? I love love podcasts. Ryan, do you like premium podcasts? Uh, yes, I yeah. love the premium podcast. Well, let me tell you about a place where you can get a lot of premium podcasts, Ryan. If you head on over to Stitcher, Ryan, you can get all the premium podcasts with their premium accounts. All you have to do is head on over to Stitcher.com forward slash premium to sign up, Ryan. It is $4.99 a month or $34.99 per year. With premium, Ryan, you get access to ad-free listening as well as exclusive premium only shows on Stitcher, such as Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, and a lot of the Wondering Network. I, I believe it's all of the Wondering Network shows. They're all part of like Stitcher Premium. So there's that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you get like, access to all of those and so much more. Ryan. And how you, do I get all this stuff, Jesus? You just head on over to Stitcher.com forward slash premium, Ryan, and sign up. But while signing up, there's a place where you put in a code, special code. Top secret oh, code. What's that code? What's the code, that code? The code is horrible gamers, all caps, no spaces, and you get a free month, Ryan, a free month of Stitcher Premium, whether you sign up for a year. A whole month. Or monthly accounts. You just get a free month, a whole month for free. You can listen all the premium you want for that month. All the premium. Go right now. Go ahead, Ryan. Go sign up to Stitcher. I'm doing it. I'm going. I'm going. Premium. Stitcher. Promo code horrible gamers. <laughs> okay, I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. And you like wearing clothes, right, Mayo? Of course. <laughs> Mayo loves to wear clothes, guys. You see, he wears <laughs> all the clothes all the time. But I have all the fashionable clothes over here. All the fashionable clothes down in Ohio. This has got. I heard Ohio is the capital of fashion. It is. We do have. We are the uh, headquarters. I think of. Victoria's Secret. There you go. Victoria's <laughs> Secret headquarters. Their, their warehouse theater and their founder lives here. Actually, he lives about 20 minutes from me. So, Oh, wow. Well, let me tell you what looks better than the Victoria's Secret model. It's Mayo and the HTP shirt. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> you get on over to Redbubble and get yourself an HTP shirt just like Mayo. <laughs> and... Uh, you gotta look. You, you can look just as good, maybe not as good as Mayo, but nearly as good as Mayo, in an HTP shirt. Just head on over to Redbubble, search for "horrible gamers," find the guy wearing our shirt with our logo. Click on the seventy plus items. There is items for women as well as men, as well as them, and as well as they. <laughs> items for everyone, guys. So head on over to to Redbubble, and search for "horrible gamers." There's a lot of items in that store. From like stuff you can put on your desk to stuff. Yeah, you what can kind of wear. stuff? You can put a block on your. You want to put a block on your desk, Ryan? You know, like just a block. I thought about it before. You know, but just a regular block is going to look kind of shitty. You need a block with the logo on it, 
and nothing looks yeah. better than the horrible gamers logo on your desk. Or or you ever wanted to tell the time, but you just don't have a clock on the wall? I have. It happens to me all the time. All the time. It's right? happening to me right now. You, can you tell me what time it is, Ryan? You can't. See? You can't. I don't know. He doesn't know what time know. it is, people. It could be 2 in the morning. I don't know. I don't know what time it is either. But we can solve that problem, Ryan. If you head on over to Redbubble, search for Horrible Gamers, and buy yourself a big old clock on the wall with the Horrible Gamers logo, it'll tell Man. you all the time. All the time. Okay, wait, Jesus, hang on. Where do I got to go to do this again? Redbubble.com. Yeah. In the search bar, you type in Horrible Gamers. You see a guy wearing our shirt, you click on that guy, and then you click over 70-plus items near the bottom there. It's going to bust out a list of all kinds of shit, Ryan. If you you need a shower curtain, if you need a shower curtain, you buy yourself a shower curtain there. All kinds of shit. Man, I'm on this. Just go buy it. I'm on this. Go buy everything. All right. Done. I bought everything. After you sign up to Stitcher Premium. So you do all those stuff in order and you'll be good. And that's after you sign up for Patreon as well. So Man. that order. Patreon. What? Just a moment. Shut up. What are you doing, Siri? No, you're not. She's signing me up, guys. Fuck. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. Stitcher. Redbubble. And a quick shout-out real quick to our friends over at Fowler and Twix. Thanks for letting us use their song, Breakout, as our intro of the show. And our friends at Broke for Free for letting us use their music, Night Owl, for the outro of the podcast. Let's get to talking about video games. Let's... But wait, first, Jesus. Hmm. And the winner for longest ad read ever, the Horrible <laughs> Gamers Podcast. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I give my advertisers their money's worth. <laughs> anyways, anyways, people, let's talk about video games real quick and, and let's get into them, Ryan. Ryan, let's get okay, into video games. Sounds good. Um, So, yeah, I want to talk about video games this week, ladies and gentlemen. Big development this week, Ryan. Big <gasps> development. What's going on? Season 2. Dumb. Oh, God. Of Call of Duty's Battle Pass <laughs> has released. Jesus Christ. Season 2, Mayo. Can you believe they did another? They did it again. Yeah, I know. And what What do I have to do to get to Season 2, Jesus? No, just pay them money. That's, that's it. Just oh. pay them. No, no updates or anything? It's right there? Already there? There's a big update. Ready up, to there's, go? No, there's a oh, big you update. Gotta, you got it. You got it. You got it. Suck a big update down. <laughs> it was like 64 gig update or some gig. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty big update, but once you download the update, there's, it's there. Uh, pretty much the new season pass. They call it a battle pass, I think. It adds content. It adds a new character, a ghost, and it adds a few other things, skins for the other characters that have already been in the game. Uh, same as last battle pass, you're unlocking skins or badges, uh, certain weapons. All the weapons are unlockable for free. You don't have to pay for the weapons, but you do have to like still level up and get to the level of the weapon to unlock it. So if you don't get to like level 25, you're never going to unlock that gun. <laughs> so make sure you get to that level so you can unlock the weapon. Um, or, or I think those are weapon skins. Let me be wrong. I think for weapons, you have to do challenges. For, so I know last time they've added the crossbow, and to get that one, you needed to get, like, I think it was 25 matches 
And in those 25 matches, you needed to get five kills with a uh, DMR rifle. So that's like the marksman rifle. You had to get five kills in 25 matches, and then you unlock the crossbow. I think all the guns work that way because they're not trying to lock those behind a paywall. They're not trying to be a pay-to-win. Um, but there is that. Anyways, uh, they've added Ghost, the character Ghost. If you remember him from Modern Warfare 2, he gets betrayed by General Shepard. And he gets killed in one of the missions. Uh, so, yeah, he gets fucking killed. But now he's back, as you all know, if you beat the Call of Duty campaign. This Modern Warfare, kind of like... It resets the whole story from the previous Modern Warfare. Like, like this is like the... This game was like the... What, how, what, what is the, the prequel? Was that the prequel to, to like the story? Yeah, like the story before the story. It's the prequel. Is that what it's called, Ryan? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so this is the prequel to like the Modern Warfare series. So like all these characters are alive again. Like Soap, Captain Prize, uh, Ghost, all these characters, Gas... All those guys are alive, and um, they're all part of, like, this universe now again. And I'm assuming the next Modern Warfare they do, it'll be, like, the first story or whatever. You might see some missions from the original Modern Warfare. Maybe not. I don't know. It depends how they take this, where they take the story. Um, but, yeah. So there's all that. That's the Call of Duty universe. Uh, but they got a new map now. It's Rust. Rust is a remake of an old map. <laughs> It is pretty much the old map. Uh, if you ever played Rust in Modern Warfare, I believe it was 2. It's a very tiny map. It's a vertical map, really, in the middle. If you get up top, you got the advantage on everybody. Um, and it's, it's, it's really tiny. It's really hard to not die in that map. So It's got to be better than Shipment, that thing. Uh, well, it, kinda, it, it is bigger than Shipment. I will say that. It is not as, like, because Shipment is very simple. It's just, like four corners right this is a little bit more elaborate it has like a little tunnel under the bottom it has a big ladder you can go up the middle and on top of the ladder it has like these pipes you can jump on top of the pipes and get to the top also so like it has different ways to get up to the top uh, <laughs> i was camping up there <laughs> the other day didn't i almost had like a juggernaut i almost had him because uh, now they've changed they've also done a change to one of the one of the perks and that is called kill chain so Kill Chain used to be in the second slot, and that's where like Ghost and Hardline and all those perks are. But now they switched it over to the first slot. So what happens with that is, so now you can run Kill Chain and Ghost. So like you're not detectable by UAV, and Kill Chain is still active. But Kill Chain, what it does is, for example, say I get a uh, like a Predator missile, right? So I get a Predator missile, and that's at five kills. And my next kill streak is at eight kills, and that's like the little Wilson, the little like the little tank thing that I drive with the remote control. Well, if I get like the Predator missile at first, I get the five kills, and I call it in, and say I get a, a triple kill with that Predator missile, I kill three people with it. Those kills count towards my next kill streak, so automatically I would unlock the Wilson, the Wilson, and then I could call that in, and if depending on how many kills I get with that before people kill me those count towards my next kill streak. So like technically you could unlock the maximum kill streak if you're able to like time things right and call things in and not get killed. Unfortunately before I got like the last kill for like the juggernaut, some dude knew I was up there like camping. And he ran up there while I was using my kill streak and fucking shot me. I'm like, you dick No I was so mad. I was so fucking mad. 
Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Call of Duty, guys. I had a good aim that night. That's all I can say. (laughs) (laughs) I have my no camping shirt on. I don't know if you can see it. I can see that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was was a lot of fun playing that. It was a lot of fun playing that map. It brought a lot of memories back for me. I mean, the last time I played that map, dude, was 2007. So it's been a long fucking time (laughs) Um, since then. You know what I mean? It's like, holy fuck, dude. It's like so many years ago now. Anyways, besides Call of Duty and all that good stuff, um, I bought something. What did you buy this time, Jesus? <laughs> I, I bought yeah. something, guys. <laughs> what did you buy? <laughs> well, first off, I bought uh, myself a new microphone for the show. It's nice. Very nice. And then I well, also... Patreon dollars are paying off. <laughs> and then I also bought me... A, a Oculus Rift S. Oh, really? Ooh. Oh, yeah. So here in the May, we talk about the, his Oculus adventures every week. I'm like, you know what? I need to experience these adventures myself. I need to. All right? Like, like these adventures are happening without me. I got a fear of missing out. <laughs> and I bought a headset. <laughs> so you're saying I have a friend Christ. in Jesus now. You do. You have a, Yes. <laughs> anyway, so it was hard you to find. You have a VR it. friend in Jesus. It was hard to find this headset, man. So it was Monday afternoon, yeah. Monday morning, and I'm at work and shit during lunch break and during my breaks, and I'm just googling everywhere, like, like find Oculus Quest or Oculus, not Quest, but I really wanted the Rift. I, I really wanted the Rift, you know, because I, I got a PC already. Like I can run these VR games on my PC. I don't need the Quest, right? So I was like, I need to find the Rift, and, and like. All the ones that I found that were used were the old Rift, the one that had, like, the camera sensors that you put up. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want that. I want the Rift S, you know, because I don't want to deal with the sensors. So I found a few used ones, but everyone that had a used Rift S wanted, like, 500 bucks for it, dude. 500 yeah. or, like, 300 and something. <laughs> like, fuck you, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not paying you 375 for your iAIDS. <laughs> like, like that ain't happening bro <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so i ended up i found them at best buy and best buy had them for like, like what order, best buy had them you order them now for they have them up here pickup like, like you order them yeah. now but you, you they don't have them in store but you can like pick them up in a few days or whatever so i ended up ordering there for pickup today for saturday and um Last night, I got an email while I was watching Sonic the movie, which is a great fucking movie, guys. Go watch Sonic. I'm being serious. I want to see it. Yeah. Like, like, I've heard good things. It was so fucking cool. Like, that movie was, like, it's a cool video game-ass movie. Like, like they did yeah. a really good job. Like, I'm, I'm happy what they did with Sonic. But anyways, besides Sonic, <laughs> uh, I got an email. I was actually story. thinking about making that movie Olivia's first, like, movie theater experience where yeah. we would go to like the treehouse thing and yeah, watch that yeah. movie. <laughs> That's a cool movie though, man. Like it really is. Like, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. The Oculus. So I picked it up last night. <laughs> and he, even the guy at Best Buy, he was like, dude, he was like, like, I'm surprised you got one of these. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, these things are fucking hard to find. He's like, everyone always, always coming in asking for them. 
People are pissed off that we don't have it in stock. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude. He's like, yeah. He's like, these things have been flying off the shelves. He's like, we can't keep them in stock. Like, they just, as soon as we get any of them and put them on the shelf, they're fucking sold out, like, right away. I'm like, that's weird, you know? But is it, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a... They're not it, making a lot of them. Like, I think it's a supply-demand thing. Is that what it is? Like, like people, they're just not making them? Or is it like people are really just really wanting them? I just wonder if they got hit with like a oh, it's a little bulk, little bulk. and they probably didn't have enough reserve, you know, and then it was probably a bigger hit than they anticipated during the holidays, and then yeah. they yeah, sold and then the they down. They didn't they didn't account for people after that coming in hard on it, and then Steam. you know, and they especially keep up. after they announced that Half Life Alex, right, like that. I think yeah. they really also pitched it quite a bit. Yeah, and that's what Steam wants us to believe that you know because of Half Life Alex, the BR sales have gone up. Yeah, that's lot. true. They want us to believe that. But um, <laughs> anyways, so so I, dude, last night setting this thing up was kind of a bitch. I <laughs> I couldn't download the Oculus software. I couldn't install it. Ah, fuck! I was up like at one in the morning trying to fucking figure this shit out. I finally like had I leave it all to like set it up by itself. I'm like fuck it, just leave it going, and I pass out. And I woke up like at three in the morning and everything worked. <laughs> it was like, hey, we're ready to go. Let's go, <laughs> motherfucker. Let's go. And I like, got three in the morning. I'm up here playing games and shit. <laughs> you slept like an hour or two. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, like I just let my computer do whatever it needed to do. And I fucking passed out and then it did it, whatever it needed to do. And it worked. And I ended up like downloading a shitload of games. Um, and I'm having quite a blast with it. And one of the things that I really do enjoy about the Oculus compared to the PSVR is how accurate and how incredibly accurate the hands are in the, in in the games. You know what I mean? Like like wherever you put your hands, it is super accurate, and it's it's insane to me how accurate it is. Because on PSVR, I have some of the issues sometimes where like the camera, because because on the PSVR. I don't know how they do it. I think it's different. The camera has to sense your hands or the wands or whatever. And I'm assuming it's the same on Oculus, but it's just the Oculus have more has more cameras. I don't know. It has cameras looking down and shit and looking around. So I'm assuming they're able to look at your hands. But it's just so much more accurate on the on the Oculus, man. Like, you know, and then they're able to track. Like, you're able to grip things because it has the grip button, and you're able to pull the triggers. It has the trigger buttons, and your thumbs. It tracks the way your thumbs move. And it's just, I don't know, there must be like a sensor yeah. in those rings, right? Like in those rings, there must be like a camera sensor or something. Because it just it's tracks. Always funny. Yeah. When I, when I show it to people, when people come over and try it for the first time at my house, that's the first thing they do. They're like moving their thumbs around. They're like, my thumbs move, my thumbs move. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I say, your fingers move too, if you move your fingers around. And then I, I, try, to, uh, I try to introduce them to how the controls work. On the Oculus, yeah. so and I, I know you've gotten experience this. So the first thing I do with people is I, I I do just a regular video, like a little movie, where they can just look around and be like, oh, oh d- depending on the skill level of the person. Then after that, I give them the uh, the one I was talking to you about earlier, the one with the uh, the first steps, I think it's called, with a little uh, Wally looking robot, and that, that kind of cool. teaches you like picking things up and interacting with the objects and stuff like that. So I always kind of gear toward pushing people that way to try that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's called first contact or first steps or oh, something like that. Oh, fuck all that. I got my VR legs, motherfucker. I went straight Oh, yeah. To well, I knew you had your VR legs, but <laughs> I just... That's where I tend to, like, newer people, I'll, I'll, I'll send them on that. And then after that, we'll go to some kind of game. Usually Beat Saber is the third thing. So that was the first game I tried is actually Beat Saber. And mm-hmm. uh, it is harder to play Beat Saber on the Oculus than it is on the PSVR. Oh, really? I, I why is know, that? I don't know why. It just is harder. It is It is inherently. My, my, my arms were hurting. <laughs> my my elbow hurt. My arms were hurting. I was like, I can't. I'm too old for this. I can't play this. Jesus, put put the fucking things away. Put, turn off this fucking game, Jesus. You're gonna hurt yourself. Well, uh, you just wait until you play Pistol Whip, because that game. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, besides Beat Saber Mayo, I was trying to I was trying to figure out how to download like the other music, and I'll have to figure that. Out. I don't have to monitor or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, I can. But, I'll walk you through. But whatever. Anyways, besides all that good shit, I ended up downloading a few other games, quite a bit of other games. And uh, I've tried, so I've tried two different shooters. I've tried Pavlov, and I've tried Onward. They're both very similar shooters. uh, Mm -hmm. Very, like, tactical fucking four versus four type fucking gameplay. You know what I mean? Like, and, and dude, like, Firewall Zero Hour on the PSVR is fucking cool as shit. But this this shit is another fucking level of immersion. It's technical, too. <laughs> like, it like, is in-depth. Like, this shit, it is nuts. Like, Pavlov, dude. Like, <laughs> the craziest part for me is, like, to talk to people, you have to legit put your fucking ears, your hands up to your fucking ear, and, like, press the trigger and, like, and, like, talk to the motherfuckers. Like, all right, motherfucker, I'm over here. Like, follow me. And, like, if somebody is not near you, they cannot hear you unless you talk to the walkie-talkie, to your headsets. Also, like, reloading. You know, in, in Firewall Zero Hour, you kind of, like, press the square button, the dude reloads. It, it's kind of, like, pretty simple. And this shit is, like, you got to fucking drop the magazine with B. And then sometimes some guns, the magazine doesn't automatically eject. You got to, like, Put your other hand up to the magazine and pull it out. Like, grip it and pull it out. And then reach to your side. Grab the other one. Make sure it has fucking ammunition in it. Put it in. And then you gotta cock the fucking gun back. <laughs> like, like, it's too long to reload. Fuck! I'm getting shot at. <laughs> it, it is wild. And also the grenade. I fucking fucked up. I fuck up the grenade throws all the time. Like, I grab the grenade. <laughs> I pull the pin. And then, like, you know, I'm trying to cook it, so, like, I press the trigger, so, like, the dude lets go of the little thing, and it's cooking the grenade, but I always miscount. I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, it's like, boom! <laughs> I'm like, ah, shit, I blew myself up! So, yeah, it's kind of shitty. Like, yeah, I always, I always do that, but they're very immersive games. Uh, like, it is crazy to me how hard it is to aim in in Pavlov VR, like I was trying to aim with the sniper rifle with the scope on it, and like, dude, it's so hard to keep the gun steady. Like, I'm like, I can't, I can't fucking, keep, I can't aim. I cannot, like, this fucking thing, I cannot keep it steady. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't know, I don't know what I gotta do. I gotta just, I guess, play them and, and figure out those games. Um, another game that I played was, uh, of course, Super Hot. <laughs> Uh, super hot. It's I really different. Like super hot. 
It's different from like the 2D version to the VR version. Like the missions are different. I don't remember. Oh really? I've never played the 2D version. I have. I and and I yeah. So I played the 2D version on the Xbox a long a while back. But like all the missions that I'm doing in the VR version itself are completely different from the 2D version. Yeah. They're they're two different games. Yeah, they're not the same at all. I'm like I was because I'm like. <laughs> I am legitimately surprised, like, how different it is. It's, like, completely different. Like, the levels are just completely fucking different. The level design is different. The way that guys are coming at you. Like, everything's just different. Like, I'm like, this is kind of wild how (laughs) different. It's like, Ryan is right. It's two different games. So, like, if you're like me and you thought you played Super Hot because you played the 2D version and you got a VR headset, go play the VR version because it is... Like a new game. <laughs> you know, it still does all that shit like super hot, super hot. It does all that crap. But it's like a completely different fucking game. And it's kind of wild. I love playing this game after a, round, a couple rounds of Beat Saber. So it's like you go from the fast moving and like then to the slow. slow. Yeah, it's like that little extra. You don't realize how fast you're moving until you see the bullets catch up and hit you. Like you think you're moving really slow. And it's like the fucking bullets are traveling like really fast. You're like... God damn it, I'm not moving that fast. What the fuck? <laughs> you're trying to dodge the bullets and like the bullets like moving really fucking fast through the air. You're like, what the fuck? Have oh. you gotten to the shotgun jet? Oh, no, man. I'm on this part right now where like the two dudes are coming up behind me with swords and the two guys are coming up in front of me with swords and there's two ninja stars and I got to grab the ninja stars and like fuck them up. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, anyways, besides all that, so that's what I've been playing. As, as far as like, why did I get this? <laughs> I know some of you are thinking like, why Why the fuck did you get this, Jesus? Uh, I wanted to experience, like like I said, whatever the fuck Mayo was experiencing. At the same time, <laughs> I wanted to see like how different the, the PC VR is compared to like the console VR, and it, there is quite a difference. Like, like the quality of the games, I, I would say that PlayStation has good quality games. They have great games, like, example, Astrobot. Like, that's like a PC quality type game almost. It kind of, it is really, like, the, the game, there's no flaws in, in Astrobot. Um, but, like, for example, like, playing um, Pavlov compared to, like, Firewall. Like, Pavlov is just so much more in-depth. Uh, playing, for example, Onward, like, like, Different things in Onward, like, in Onward, to, like, fucking, what is it? To, like, hack a terminal thing. Oh, like, you like to defuse yeah, the bomb type yeah, thing, yeah. you gotta, like, look at the code and memorize the code. It's like, okay, code is 019525. And then you gotta memorize that fucking code, and you gotta, like, pull up back out on the tablet, and then go to the next screen on the tablet, and then it's like, type in code, and it's like, Zero, one, fuck, where was it again? You got to go and everyone's yelling at you like, hurry up, motherfucker, put the code in. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you're talking going back to the other code and it's just a fucking bitch, you know, and it's, it's so stressful, dude. Um, but it's so much fun and it's like a whole new level of shit. I like the, the how the Oculus and the Steam VR both have like a little house that you're in when like you're in like the lobby, like you're in the, the VR like home or whatever. There's like mm-hmm. a house you're in. They're pretty cool, you know what I mean? Like, that gives you, like, a sense of, like, you can walk around in these houses and, like, fuck around with things, pick pick things up, play ping pong or whatever. Um, 
I've thought about like joining other people's houses, and that's specifically for PSVR. There's a thing called like join people's rooms, and like you can just legit go into like another person's room and like hang out with them. <laughs> like it's kind of like um, that's just, a little bit weird. Yeah, like like just like go in there and like, but these people have these rooms open, Ryan. Like today, I saw one that said like, uh, like Jim's rock paper scissor room. And like, what? <laughs> and then, like another one said like like uh something Super Mario sixty four world or something like that. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, should I Weird. join these people's rooms and like just go in there and fuck around with them? <laughs> like, hey, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> like, I don't know, it's, it, it's kinda weird, right? Is I agree with you, it's yeah. kinda weird. But like you can even open up it even tells you like on Steam it tells you like do you wanna like make a room and like set up a theme? And like invite people into your room, like like have people come in here, and it's like you can like. This kind of reminds me of that sex game that John played on VGO. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's what it made me think of. Um, but yeah, like like this. So it does have that on on, on the P on not the PSVR, the Steam VR. Um, in Oculus, you have a house. The same type of house almost really looks kind of like... They almost look identical. Um, but on the Steam, what's really cool is on Steam, there's mods, obviously. So you have the workshop. And you know how like the house will look the same. But the background of it, like the outside layer of it, like whatever environment is around the house. You can change that to anything that people have created in Steam. So there's like a San, there's like a San Andreas theme. So like you could look like your house is on the beach of San Andreas... Or you can make it look like the house is in space. You can make it look like the house is in the Mass Effect Citadel. Uh, you can make it look like it's in uh, in something else. Like, like think of any fucking video game people have probably made it. I of course picked like the Mass Effect world or whatever, and like it had the big sun, like the like that one dude what's his name, the Shadow Broker, <laughs> you know, in his background, like the big burning world or whatever. That's what I have on my background. I'm like yeah, fuck yeah. It's super interesting though, man. Like like VR on the play on the PC is it's a different beast. There's so many more games that I can play here. Um, yeah, and I kind of want to play. Yeah, them I think all. there's a wide variety. There is, man, because I want to play. Hey, like, did that did that military kayaking game ever come out? Which one? One where you kayak and you have to be all stealthy and shit, and people <laughs> were like going losing their shit about it at E3 one year. <laughs> Stealth kayak or something like that. Yeah, uh, I don't there's know. Some weird. I don't know VR if it ever game. came out. Uh, I don't think it ever did. <laughs> what the hell was that game called? I remember exactly what you're talking about, though. Yeah, people were losing yeah. their mind over it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I've downloaded, like, one of the main games that I really want to play this week is going to be Asgard's Wrath. And that's supposed to be, like, a top-down built RPG for, like, the, the Oculus, like, like, it's built for VR, and it's supposed to be, like, a really cool RPG, kind of like Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim meets God of War, almost, because it's, like, all about North, Norse mythology or whatever, so it has, like, Loki and all those types of gods in the game that are helping you out, or you're helping them out or some shit. And uh, <laughs> so, like, it's supposed to be, like, this crazy cool RPG, so I look forward to playing that. And it's exclusive to VR. Like, you cannot play it anywhere else. Um, and I, I also kind of want to play that... That the Walking Dead game, that Saints and Sinners. Game? I heard that's good. Or, yeah. yeah, I heard that's good. 
like I hear that that's really good too. Like like people are saying like if you want like a good Walking Dead like survival like zombie type game, get this shit. It's really cool. But both of those games are forty bucks. <laughs> well, actually, no, I lie. I lie. I found a code for Saints and Sinners for like twenty two bucks. So I might just pick that up. Um, but yeah, I look forward to playing a lot more games. I look forward to the, the game that I really can't wait for, guys. Honestly, like the one that I really can't wait for is that Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> oh, man, when does that come out? I have no idea. It's supposed to be out this year, though. 2020 yeah. is what they keep saying. And you have a, a friend in the, yeah, in the beta of it right now. I signed up for their beta today, or last night, actually. I signed up a while ago, I think. Yeah, yeah I haven't yeah. seen anything. And like they ask oh, you in the beta, do you have a VR? Do you have a kind of, what kind of PC do you have? They even make you run like a diagnostic on your PC. Yeah, he had an advantage too. Is he's actually a pilot? He's got a pilot's license. Yeah, and they ask you that. They ask you in the, the yes. fucking sign up, like, "Are you a pilot? Do you have a license? Do you fly commercially or whatever?" And all this shit. So, we'll see. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I grew up. My dad flew planes. Mm-hmm. So, like, like small planes, uh, Cessna 150 and a Cub and a couple other planes, but like little two seaters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and and I've always had a love of flying. That's why I'm I'm really excited about this flight sim game. It looks cool. So I kind of know how to fly a plane, but yeah. I don't have my license. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's more of like my dad taught me to fly a plane because I needed to know if I was if anything ever happened to him, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. But. So but everything I've been hearing from like the beta testers, I was looking at some of the uh, some of the screenshots they had up of like what the beta testers took. And those screenshots were a fucking beta. I'm like, holy shit, that looks incredible mm-hmm. for a beta, dude. Like, it does. Wow, like, what the fuck? Like, people are just flying all kinds of different planes. And they got little yeah. jets, big fucking huge fucking jetliners. Um, so it looks like a cool-ass fucking game, and I, it's going to have VR support, they already said. So that's going to be probably really fucking incredible in VR, you know what I mean? Um, but... Besides all that, um, Mayo, we need to get together and play some Pavlov or something, dude. Something. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, there's a zombie mode now in Pavlov that they've introduced. Yeah, I saw the- that in the patch notes. It was like zombie mode added by players or something. Like players made it. So yeah, we definitely have to uh, yeah. get together. Yeah, we need to play some of that. Check some other of the experiences out. Cause, like, VR chat is really popular. Like, v- what the fuck is VR chat? I don't know. I don't have it. You just go and talk to people in VR. Is that what it is? I think so, yeah. <laughs> like, I've heard like that's people the, talk about it. That's like the number one game on the Steam VR. Like, because, like, you know, on the Steam VR, you look over to the right, and they have a wall. And on the wall, it says, like, these are the most popular games based on the categories that we chose. And, like, one of the categories is multiplayer. And VR chat is like number one in multiplayer, and then there's Pavlov, and then there's a bunch of other games. And there's like the other one's like single player, and it shows like, for example, it'll show like fucking Super Hot or something, and it'll show like other games on that list. And the third list is like free to play or experiences or whatever, and then it'll show like free like free to play like movies or apps or whatever the fuck, and it shows those. But like every time I look at the multiplayer one, VR chat or whatever, it's number one on the list. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't know. Just, just some uh, insiders, not insider tips, but just some tips from having it for quite a while myself. Mm-hmm. 
on Steam itself. So when you go, you know it has the search bar on the left side. Yeah. Right to the right of the search bar, there's like like a line with like a circle on it, and a line with the circle going the other way. If you click on that, you can actually select VR, and it only pulls up your Steam VR titles. Oh, I so didn't you don't that. have to That's the first thing I figured so out don't, last night. Okay, yes, yeah, so you don't have to guess what you own. But also, <laughs> if you go to the 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 store, you can do VR only. Oh, so, I need to do that. That's the one I need to figure out. So all you have to do is go to games, and then literally it's just under virtual reality. Click on that. It'll give you the list of all the games that are VR on sale. It'll give you the uh, the up and coming stuff. It will give you just a nice little rundown, just like the regular Steam store, except for everything there's VR. If you look at that list, if you get on there, there's some interesting titles for you for Valentine's Day in there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But I got a question real quick, Mel. So, for example, Project Cars. I kept trying to play that fucking game and wouldn't work. Do I need to use hmm. a controller for that game? Yes, you might need to. Is that what um, it is? Okay. That, I pair. Is. You can pair an Xbox controller with your Oculus. How? Okay, so when you when you go to your Oculus store. Oh, and settings you, or yeah, okay. I got it's it, I under got devices. It. Yeah, yeah, so you I go to it. devices and you hit add. And it will show a controller, and you just hit a button on your controller, and it connects it. I play Project Cars 2 off of a, off of a friend's account, and that game is amazing in VR. I really like it. It's my favorite racing game. <gasps> they got Minecraft VR? I'm downloading this yes, right yeah, now. Yes, yeah, Minecraft VR. I, I played that some. <laughs> Jesus, play Minecraft. Oh, wow. <laughs> we can build a house together, Jesus. <laughs> we can do a VR house together. <laughs> Built the HGP universe. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I'm excited, man. Like, like this opens up a whole new world for gaming for me. Uh, as far as my PSVR now, am I gonna still use that? Yes, most likely. I will still keep it. Um, because well, there is the PS5. Then why not? Yeah, yeah, and it's gonna have like exclusives on there, like. That's yeah. that's the thing I don't like is that there's a lot of exclusives. What I do like about the Oculus is that it works on both the Oculus and the Steam Store. Whereas yeah. if if you had only like the Valve Index, that shit doesn't. I don't know. Does that shit work with the Oculus software? I don't think it there's, does. Not natively. There is a workaround that there's you have a, to do. I guess. Yeah. Oh, that sounds. See, like that. Fuck all that. <laughs> I like to uh, on the Oculus Store. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten this far yet. So on your dashboard, uh, you have a thing to be able to view your monitors on yep. your PC while you're in VR. So like if you run multiple monitors, and th- this helps you with your streaming and stuff, and that's that's kind of what I worked on this week was streaming in VR. So you can pull up OBS and you can actually interact with your screens with your VR controllers. So you can click on stuff and it activates it, it starts recording, and you literally like when you go do your title a virtual reality keyboard pops up in front of you yeah. and you can sit there type the title and everything and you hit go live and, hmm. and all that. So it's kind of nice how it's all built in. That's how I was, uh, that's how I was launching all my games through steam. <laughs> yeah. Fuck steam. I, VR. Just, I was using the monitor. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just use steam VR, but then they actually kind of start populating into the Oculus store as you use them. Oculus is like, recently played and it shows your steam games that you recently yeah. played in the oculus store and you can just launch them right out of there it's really it's really it's really smart um and it works 
What I, what I like is that the Oculus Rift S, which I didn't know it, it has no fucking cameras. It's just you literally. No, it has inside out tracking. Yeah, you just plug it in and it fucking works. It's fucking. Yeah, nuts. and it's, it's one cable, one right? Cord to, yeah. yeah, it's one cable with a uh, with a a Display Port and then a uh, USB 3.0. Yeah, and, and it's that's just all you have. Fucking works. It's just like, boom, boom, dude! Like you're you're set up, motherfucker. Go start playing, whatever. The thing I like about the Quest, though, is that you can go cable-free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. Like, you can just... No cable. I did hear now... I was listening to podcasts. Actually, I think it was something on VGO. They were talking... One of the guests was on there. He had an Oculus. And he said he was talking like if you're outside and it's really sunny, it has a hard time tracking. Wow. So I don't mean... I don't even mean walking. Like, I don't want to go outside with it. I'm just saying yeah, having just no cord that where you can... You know, you don't have to worry about Ryan anything. Ryan doesn't want his kid running around tripping on his fucking cords, is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I also like not have to worry about batteries and charging it and yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, if you're hooked up to the PC, it still uses a cable, right? Which I assume charges it at the same time. I would assume. Anyway. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Bam. <clears throat> yeah. Oculus, Oculus talk. Woo! Woo! Boo. VR, VR, VR. You're all in on the VR, Jesus. I'm all, dude, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still outside the VR I, world, I've man. Been I'm sold, not in. I've been sold on it ever since stupid Jonathan made me try his and let me borrow his for a month. <laughs> that shit right there sold me, dude. Like, I played yeah. Astro Bot and all those games. Just like It was like, I'm in, dude. Like, I but I want to know. I want to know Jesus in three months. I want to know what Jesus in three months is saying about his VR headset. That's what I want to know. Yeah, because on if you look at if you look at my usage for for the PSVR, it's not a lot, but when I do use it, I get in like these binges. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, like I'll I'll go like a month or two or three even without fucking touching it, and then I all of a sudden I turn it on and I'm like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> like my mind is fucking blown again. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> A little more use out of it here, just because there's some big titles coming out, and then I have quite a few titles already that are enabled in VR right now. So, um, you know, some I suggest looking at too is like Subnautica. Uh, you know, there's yeah. some racing games out there. I have Red Out, which is a, you know, it's a knockoff. I call it a wipeout because I don't have you know wipeout on PSVR. So there, there is a version you know on the PC. Um, I also have recently Boneworks. <laughs> I hear is an amazing game. I was looking at that. that I've well, heard good things at that. All it seems to me that it is is it's like a is a puzzle game, right? Is that what it is? Just a puzzle fucking game? I don't think so. Everybody's saying it's pretty much going to be like Half Life Alex. It's like an action shooter puzzle. It's like a whole mix. They said it's actually a full VR experience. So we will see. I haven't. I had a chance to uh, launch it yet, but all the videos that I've seen on that one. Seems to me like it's just like a bullshit ass little like, oh, solve the puzzle by shooting this and doing this and turning this on and uh, yeah. I will. I will have more for you next week. Okay, good. <laughs> um, try try that Walking Dead game though, Jesus. I've, I've I heard think I'll this. really like it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I'll. And I don't think it has like anything to do with like the storyline or anything. You know, like it's not. If you weren't into Walking Dead, it wouldn't yeah. matter because it's, just it's like not really survival like game or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, besides all that, what else have I played this week? Um, really, nothing much else. 
<laughs> I, I did download all these uh, games. Like I downloaded, uh, for example, a Plague Tale of Innocence on my on my PC and all this shit. But I just haven't got to it. You know, I just haven't. I don't know. Just haven't got to it. So it's been. It was a. It was a stressful week this week for me, sort of. <laughs> but it turned out pretty good at the end of the week, so I'm kind of fine. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, that's all I played. I look forward to playing more next week. Guys, stay tuned for lots of VR talk probably next week, so be ready for that. Oh, God. Oh, man. Mm, yeah. Oh, VR talk. The VR talk. You're going gonna to start having a, your VR corner you like Gunny oh, has with no, console no, corner? No. We are going to do one more. We're going to do a VR podcast. Just the whole yes, show exactly. on VR. We might as well. You might as well. Yeah. <laughs> HGP VR. HGP VR. You bet you couldn't yeah. do it in uh, VR. Yeah, cool. they're, they're actually are doing podcasts now in VR. That's the thing oh, I've man. seen. And ran there across you go, the guys. So <laughs> jump on it. You got to get that audience happening. <laughs> we can HGP VR. In VR. Coming soon. <laughs> You can walk up and touch him right in the nuts. You can, you can, uh, you can see Gunny in his uh, Australian <laughs> hat and his Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> With no shirt on. <laughs> oh, hey, <gosh>. mate. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. I, I Good day, mate. I, I'm I from see, England. I see your list is fucking huge, Ryan. What, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a lot, um, but just like a little bit of a lot. That's the, <laughs> that's the catch. Cause my time is always limited. Um, but, uh, recently, uh, I started playing, um, Darksiders Genesis. Um, and I'm really liking that game a whole lot, man. Um, and it's got co-op and everything. So that's kind of fun. I haven't had a chance to jump in co-op with anybody, but, um, I think it would be it would be cool to play. Uh, it reminds me of um, I know everyone compares it to Diablo, but it's not really like Diablo so much. Like there's not exploding loot happening everywhere like like in Diablo, but um, it's a little little more toned down than that. It reminds me of Do you remember Legacy of Cain Blood Omen, the very first Legacy of Cain game? Mm-hmm. And did did either of you play that? Um, I think I did it a long time ago. It was on PlayStation One. Yeah, you know, like you would know that you have to suck the blood of like these little innocent people that are tied up, and they and and you walk around, and all you can hear is, "Oh God, help me, kind sir!" <laughs> and then you walk <laughs> up, and you either like release them or suck their blood to get life back. Yeah. Anyways, it's it reminds me of that kind of a game because top down, but it has like platforming still. Um, so it's it's like Diablo where it's like the 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 isometric view, but you still have some like platforming like you would in a Darksiders game, um, and the combat's okay. It's pretty good. I mean, like it, it's it's a it's not gonna blow your skirt off, but it's it's still a pretty fun game if you like dungeon crawlers and stuff like that because that's the whole feel of that game. Um, I've been enjoying it. I'm only in about the second act, so I'm not too far in on on it. But um, I think it's going to be fun to play. Uh, so check that out, Darksiders Genesis. Good to hear a positive review because I've heard a lot of mixed reviews, and I keep thinking about it. And then I'm you like, know, no, I'll wait. And then I'll think about it, and I'm like, no, I'll wait. So I'm kind of have the itch yeah. for that kind of game, that top down. It's, 
if you like that kind of game and you've been you have an itch for it, then I would say go for it because that's the thing. Like I kind of, I'm having an itch. I love Diablo and I'm I've loved Diablo four when it's gonna come out. Like you know what I mean? I can't wait. But this game kind of just I thought it was gonna be more like Diablo, but it wasn't. Like it's different. Um, but it's kind of refreshing because it's it's up my alley. You know what I mean? It's that kind of game that I like. Um, so you know, you, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I guess it's 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 good because I like those kind of games. So, mm-hmm. um, I've also played a little bit of the Bleeding Edge uh, beta. Did you guys get to play that at all? I played it for about thirty minutes this morning. Yeah, I I probably got like couple matches in um i played as like uh buttercup the 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 big girl with the oh, oh like yeah, I motorcycle uh, yeah. i remember her from the uh, tutorial yeah she was she was kind of fun um and then i played oh, i can't remember what the other guy's name was but he had like two katanas or something like that oh he got the Anyways. baseball cap who kind of yeah, I think so. But I, I, I really like the art in this. Like, it's it's cool, but it kind of feels like an Overwatch with melee combat instead of guns. But there are a few guns in there, too. It depends on the character you pick. Um, and, third. and third person, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of, well, melee comp, yeah, you would consider melee. Like, first person melee would suck, I think. <laughs> but. Anyways, yeah, Bleeding Edge seems like an interesting game. And I mean, it's going to be on Game Pass, so people are going to try it. It's You can try it now, this weekend. I think today's the last day. Was it today or is, is it going tomorrow, too? I can't remember. But for some reason... Well, yeah, I think it was... To, I think it was... To, no, it was Friday and, and Saturday, I think. But I could be wrong. Anyways, I digress. Um, I also played... Uh, Zombie Army Trilogy or Zombie Army Four. Um, that game's good. Um, like, not again. It's not like a, oh my god, this is amazing. But it, it's a good co-op game. You know, like it's it's fun playing with people. I played a little bit with Gunny actually. Um, but the game's it's a Zombie Army game. If you you know, Jesus, I know you played them before, right? Like it's yeah. they're decent games. You know, like. You know what to expect if you played one. It's it's a, you know, zombie game. <laughs> You're gonna destroy hordes of zombies that are, you know, wandering the, around. And the unique <clears throat> thing about these ones is that that you have the same mechanics that you have in those, uh, in those uh, sniper, elite whatever the fuck games. You know, like where you shoot a zombie from a distance, all of a sudden like. You see, like the like the bullets slow down and boom, the fucking goes through their skull or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the slow motion kills when you when you get a good shot, or if you get like a double or triple kill or whatever. Like you can you can get bullets to go through zombies and like they'll be go through like three different guys at the same time if you line them up right. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's fun. They're, They're they're good games, you know. They're good little shooters, but they're not like don't expect perfection out of it because they are a little i feel i feel like the controls are a little stiffer you know what i mean like to me anyways that's how it feels um but yeah it's again it's like it's one of those games it's that time of year right like where these it's the not so big games are coming out and it's like 
but but these are the ones that seem to shine for me like for this beginning of the year the a lot of these games that i'm playing now are the ones that are like oh yeah these are these are standing out a little bit you know we'll see we'll see what we think about at the end of the year um, I, I think it's kind of it's kind of weird you know when when we have all these like good little titles coming out in the beginning of the year because a yeah. lot of time they, they tend to be overshadowed by the end of the year with the huge titles that are coming out and then this year is a big fucking year because <laughs> yeah. we got new consoles coming out and on top of that like you're gonna have cyberpunk coming out later this year uh the last of us 2 yeah and like all those big halo 5 like all these or is it, is it no, no halo, halo 6 infinite. or halo infinite <laughs> pretty halo much infinite. halo 6 <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah like you're gonna have all these huge fucking titles coming out at the end of the year you know and i wonder how many of these we're gonna forget about like quite easily we're gonna oh that even came out this year like yeah that came out this year <laughs> yeah. see but there's there's also the side where like games like overwatch and you know they, they're super hyper popular games you know fortnite stuff like that i feel like bleeding edge that's like a game that could be like could compete with that stuff like if it catches on especially because it's attached to game pass on xbox and on pc um so like if you have Game Pass, you can play it whenever you want. And it's just a matter of how many people actually get hooked on this game, right? Like, and I feel like the aesthetic of it and and, and the gameplay is fun. It's not for me. Like, I don't I don't really like competitive multiplayer games at all. But I actually jumped in there and, and like, yeah, I got my ass kicked, but I, I had fun. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, this is this is actually pretty cool. I can see a lot of depth here, like all the characters and their moves and stuff like that. And and it was fairly balanced you know like the tanks would take a little bit longer to take down but you really need to work as a team to to take someone down anyways yeah yeah. like it's a matter of whether that game catches on or not like i I just think it has a good chance i think it'd be a fun game just for four friends to get together and just run as a group around yeah taxing people all right so what else did i play um, oh, oh, Mayo, I got to talk to you here, buddy. Oh, yeah. Because I played the Dead Cells DLC. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, shit. So it's I've like, it's basically, video. it's basically uh, like a new path, right, to the end. So instead of going down your usual routes or whatever routes you want to take, you know, that maybe you found a path you like taking, you get good stuff out of it. But there's a whole new section you can go down, and all the levels are different. There's new enemies. Um, I haven't gotten very far. I made it to the second area of the DLC, and Olivia woke up. So I was like, ah, damn. It's actually (laughs) paused over there waiting for me to come back to it. Um, So, yeah. uh, But I love it. Unlocks in, though, right? It's not like a completely new area. Or is it? What do you mean? No, you like, have to find like, this. Yeah, you get you start off in the first level, right? So yeah. you know how there's two different sections you can go to in the first level. There's like, just two different exit. exits. There's a there's a place where you got to kill an elite and get a key, and then you open another door and there's another exit that takes you to that. And I you gotcha. can get there. You can get there even if you don't have the DLC. 
but when you go to the door, it'll say you need the the DLC in order to enter this door. Um, I remember running in, running into a problem just to to run real quick. Remember the one with the giant? It's like I can't remember what it was called. No, uh, it was in the first level. There's a big hole in the wall, and you would go in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The pit. Yeah, and and you you had to like pop your head off, and you could you could shoot it across, and you could unlock the door so you could get across, and you would get this key, and you had to take it all the way to the one level to get to the new areas. Um, mm-hmm. I remember doing all that when it first came out. Well, then the next update came out, and I went to go back and, and do that level, and it wouldn't let me play it. It said I needed the DLC. I'm like, but I have the DLC, and I could not pick it up for the longest time. One mm. day I was browsing through through my Steam, and I had to install that DLC again separately. Like it, the game was all installed. Uh, maybe that maybe DLC an update cool. wiped it or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was really bizarre. But that's weird. That just kind of it was kind of reminds me of something like they did like that. So there's gonna be like another exit on that first level now. I yeah. see some of the weapons. They and look I, I feel amazing. like the levels have gotten way bigger. Um, and there's like the first time I made it in there, I got pretty far, and I, but I was I stupidly opened a cursed chest, and I was like, <laughs> I can do this. It's no problem. But, like, this enemy popped up that I'd never seen before. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't even know what this enemy's going to do. And all of a sudden he threw something at me and I just missed dodging in time and I died. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Because for (laughs) anyone that doesn't know, if you open one of those cursed chests, you have to kill so many enemies before you get hit. If you get hit, one hit, you're dead. It's over. But if if you make it out and you kill all the enemies, then you go back to normal. Um so, and it depends. Sometimes you'll open the chest and it'll be like, oh, you only got to kill like 10 enemies. It's cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, nah, man, you got to kill like 30 or 50 enemies. Yeah. Have fun with it's that shit. Like <laughs> the gold doors too. You, did you know you can break those down and you get cursed? Yes. You don't, you yes, don't have to pay to open cursed. them. You can, you can just attack them. And yeah. you, can do, you can also do the same thing right now. I don't know if you know. Well, you, know you when you finish a level... When yes. you have your your cells Instead and you have to spend cells, them, yeah. you can actually just break down the door and just continue on and you know, stockpile those. You know what I, I was really pissed off about um, and I didn't know about for the longest time was that guy in the beginning, if you don't go and talk to him before you go into the next level, the mm-hmm. any blueprints you found don't show up. Right, yeah, you, you lose the blueprint. You keep carrying it, actually. Yeah, so what you, happens if you is talk you to don't him the next time. In. Yeah. Yeah, you don't it happened to me one time before. I didn't I lost, turn him in. I, kept, I I was like, I got this blueprint before. What the heck is going on? And like then I finally clued in. I'm like, oh, you gotta talk to that dude. And then at least they show up in the list, and then you're like, all right, done. But yeah, because I was always saving my souls until I got to the uh to the end where I could add more to like my chance to get better weapons and stuff. Yeah, I would. I got to the point where I could do a full run on normal, all the way to yeah. the last boss and beat it in, in in one run. And I wouldn't spend a single cell. Um, have you seen where, like, later on, where you can go back and talk to the one guy and it'll increase your chances of getting a plus item? And you yes. can put like five hundred cells into it. That's what so I've after, done. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. I keep one. getting to that guy. Yes. So after you do your five hundred. You, when you beat it and you beat it on one BC, 
it opens up another level and you can put points in it there, but you have to do it in the one BC mode. If you go back to the regular dead cells mode, it, you're locked out of it and you can't put points in it. But if you yeah. go to the one BC mode and play it, it goes, it has another bar for the plus plus items and you got to put <laughs> 3000, I think it's either 3000 or 5000 cells yeah, I think in that to max it out. And I'm part I part of the at, way into that right now. I'm at 90% on that one. I think I maxed that one out also. Or maybe it's really close, but so I have like ninety percent of plus plus items, and I'm still. Last time I played, I was still in uh, BC three, is where yeah. I'm sitting. So, yeah, the game's but, so good. I mean, if you haven't played that game, it's on Game Pass too, isn't it? Yes, it is on Game Pass. Yeah, I did start game playing Pass. it on the Xbox the other day, just yeah. because I wanted to play through it and only unlock the items that I preferred. That way, yeah. the rotation of them would be a smaller pool. So the first time I played it, I unlock everything. I probably have 90% of the items unlocked before this DLC. And so when I go to a shop, it's, it's, it's a crapshoot of what I get. But if you actually unlock the stuff you only want to use and it actually give you almost this, this way you can do a build that you want every time. Yeah. So there's an advantage to actually only unlocking certain weapons and knowing which weapons you like to use. Yeah. Yeah, the game's fun, man. Like, check it out if you haven't. Um, but yeah, we I could go on about Dead Cells forever, but I don't want to bore anyone. Like, and this this is a paid DLC, correct? Because if I remember seeing that, yes, yeah, yeah. This, this is yeah. the first time they've charged for their DLC, and I think that's a smart move because this game came out. Game's and they been out for a long time, yeah. Whatever. And then they made three or four different DLCs, and they, they never charged. Yep. And a lot of people have been, I was in their Discord forever, and they were talking to the developers, and we were all saying, you know, like, we're willing to pay for this DLC. Like, you guys should, like, charge for it. We, you know, we appreciate yeah. it. You guys are putting a lot of time into this game. But, you know, people were saying that they're willing to pay for this DLC, and, and I'm glad that they actually kind of are charging to get some yeah. money back. Get a little little money back from it, yeah. They've been it went on sale DLC. a lot, too, and now that they're on Game Pass, I'm sure they're getting a lot of people in, you know. That's where the DLC needs to come in because you're giving the game away free now. So the developer needs to continue, and they, and they keep working on it. That's the thing, right? Like, it's not like they just gave up on it and left it, you know. it's It's being worked on, and it's changed, and it's gone through a lot of different stuff like i i came back to it and i hadn't played it in a long time and i was like oh wow there's a lot of new things here and then i went into that dlc and i'm like oh god there's new enemies this looks different this you know it was it was really cool um but yeah so uh now on to a not so great game that i played um it (laughs) The only reason I bought it was because it was on sale, and it reminds me of a game I used to love when I was like a teenager. I used to play it with my buddy. My my buddy would uh, I would I would use the keyboard, and my buddy would use the mouse, and you could like fly the plane together, or fly the the ship together. But it's Forsaken remastered. Um, the game I used to play is called Descent. I don't know if you remember that game or not, but it's like a really old like. 360 degree ship combat game where you're going through like tunnels and stuff like that in a ship and like fighting other ships and enemies but like it was a single player thing but it was a lot of fun i i I really enjoyed that game one so i picked this one up to just see if it was any good it's not good guys (laughs) (laughs) 
it's not good at all. But, yeah, not quite as good as I remember it, I guess. It's the same sort of game, though, you know, like, similar. just looks shitty because it's an old game, and they didn't really do much to remaster it. It kind of just looks crappy. But anyways, yeah, that's another game that I played. And then the last game uh, would be Journey to the Savage Planet. Um, and I feel like you need to play this, Jesus. Like, this game is pretty good. You think so? You think, like, I've been looking at it, and I've thought about buying it. Is it a Jesus game? I know you like, like, No Man's Sky and, like, discovering animals and stuff like that. And this has all that shit in it. Like, it's like... Not the space travel. Well, you're on a planet. There's space travel, I so, guess, but okay. <laughs> you don't you don't in game because you're just on the one planet, right? So you never leave that planet. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I, I haven't gotten that far into to know for sure, but I, I don't think so. I, I I assume you're journeying to this planet to discover things for a company that you work for, uh, and they've kind of sent you there to die. Um, but the humor, the humor's the humor's good. Uh, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, the art is like bright and colorful, and the creatures are, you know, they're they're well done. Like you you see these fucking weird looking hoppy creatures on the ground, and you can actually scan them, and like that sends information back to the company that that you're sent there with. You know what I mean? And each time you do that, you gain stuff to, to level stuff up and craft new stuff. And, um, and you just kind of just wander around and start discovering shit. Um, it's, it's pretty fun. I mean, like I got to get back into it. I, I haven't played very much of it. This is one of the games that I really didn't get too far into, but I, I, I think I'm going to like, uh, once I get in there a little deeper, how much is this game? Uh, I I don't remember because Gunny bought it. I think it was think forty bucks, thirty, yeah, thirty nine, thirty or forty, something like that. It might have been forty for me, and yeah, thirty for you guys. While you're talking about it, I'll look it up just to see. Yeah, this is that Epic Game Store, right? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Epic Game Store. But other than that, guys, that's all I've been playing. Nice. What about you, Mayo? Um, I just played a lot of like one game in particular. Um, I played all the way through a Plague's Tale Innocence. Uh, I picked it I up. I just started that. I didn't talk about it because I haven't gotten. I really haven't gotten far enough in to really talk about that game. But I just just started it today. It really grabbed me. I I, I just really enjoyed it, and so. I talked about it last week on the show just a little bit. I was kind of I finished Sundered and I was really enjoying that game and that was kind of like my dead Man, Souls. Man, I love that game. And I did make a mistake, Ryan. I played Sundered and then I, I was talking to Ghost Nico and I, I was showing him some stuff on Sundered and I closed it and I went and played a round of Dead Cells for yeah. Ghost Nico and I trying to play the two back to back, just the <laughs> reflex mechanics and the stuff way stuff works is completely yeah. different. And I kept yeah. trying to do stuff that I would do in Sundered on Dead Cells, and it wasn't working. And I kept getting hit <laughs> with places I wouldn't normally get hit. And I'm like, yeah. Ghost Nico, I'm not just bad, I promise. You know, I would get hit. Like, I'm like, I can normally go three or four times on normal difficulty without even getting hit. Like, sure, 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 Mayo. And 
and he was like, wow, you actually know this game pretty well. I'm like, yeah, I played this game. You know, I have 200 hours in this game. <laughs> I and, played the shit out of it. And I made it all the way to the last boss, but I died against the last boss. And I felt bad. I was oh, like, no. I mean, I can't believe I haven't died against that last boss and probably the last 30 times I've gotten to him. You know, I usually yeah. have no problem. But I just was rusty. I haven't played it in a while. But, yeah, so, yeah, I did play some Sundered. And then I went to Plague's Tale because I just felt like I wanted to beat another game and just kind of go through another game and just kind of see what grabbed me. So I yeah. started playing that, and at first I was blown away by the graphics, how 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 good this game looked, and and just kind of the storytelling was kind of neat so far, and I was kind of really because I I gotta say it looks like shit on the Xbox. Really? Yes. Good. Looks like a PS2 game to me. <laughs> wow, that bad, huh? Yeah. I was actually surprised when I was playing it earlier. I was like, okay, like it looks, I shouldn't say that. It doesn't look like a PS2 game. It looks, it looks decent, but it, I was just like, this looks a little, you know, <laughs> underwhelming. No, is this on the X or was this on the, on the regular X? X? Yeah, it was on, on the, the X. X. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. If, if, if you get a chance just to compare the two, look at, look at my stream. I think you know my stream info, right, for Twitch? yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it streamed it on there. So just kind of watch the replay of that, and just to see what you okay. think, how it looks graphically yeah, yeah, yeah. compared, and just to yeah. see. I just I thought it looks amazing, and I was really enjoying the game. In on Saturday night, no Sunday night, Sunday night after I woke up, I was around messing around a couple of different games. I'm like, I'm gonna play through this, and I played all the way to chapter twelve in one sitting. And it was about 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, yeah, I better go to bed. I have to get up in the morning and run some errands anyways. So I went to bed. And I woke up in the morning and ran my errands. And that was the first thing I did. I went back to the computer. And I played it just for a little bit. And I'm like, nah, I got some other stuff to do. I'll come back to it tonight. So once the evening came around, the wife and kids were on bed. I went sat down at the computer. And I'm like, I'm going to stream the rest of this. I haven't been messing around with my stream in a while. So I've been enjoying the game so much. I'm going to stream the rest of it and try to play through it. And I, I had a couple people join me. Nipron joined me and, and Nico joined me. And uh, I'm trying to remember who else was in there. But uh, and, I think Ancap Gamer was in there and stuff. But we were kind of going through it. And, and Nipron was loving the game. He, he was loving the story. And he was talking about like how intense things were. And But yeah, so I continued to play it that night. And I played from chapter 13 to 17 all in one sitting and finished the game and rolled the credits. And I was pretty happy with it. Like the way the way the story goes and the outcome is, it, it kind of leaves it open for a sequel. So hopefully they, nice. you know, maybe maybe we'll do something. And the mechanic in this game, it never really changes, but it kind of flip flops. So, so it's, like, it's still that stealthy kind of feel through. Yeah, it's stealthy, but there's sometimes that are really tense. Like you really feel like you're being rushed, and you kind of or yeah. you get people chasing you and and different I'm things like that. And I you stopped at a part. Go, oh. I stopped at a part where um, you 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 got to go through the uh, um, you got to separate from your brother from for the first time, and you're with your mother still. You're trying to get out of the castle thing. Uh huh. That's that's about as far as I got, and then I have to throw a pot and make a guy go around a corner, and then I jump a fence, but I'm supposed to leave them behind or something, and then I just I I, I had to put it down at that point. 
is that you said you with your mother, right? And you get you have your mom, yeah. right? and she kind of goes ahead, or she's with you, and you get through, and there's like a door. Yeah, I know exactly where you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm game, pretty close to the beginning, anyways. Yeah, but the game really opens up, and just like one mechanic in this game, so you will see all these these rats, and these rats are kind of like um, they don't like the light is kind of pretty much the core mechanic of this game. So a lot of it is like, okay, I need to get to point B, and you can see where you can light things on fire. You have to pretty much carry torches, light things on fire, and stuff like that, and it keeps the rats away. So you see your environment, and you kind of figure out, okay, what you got to do, you know? But but the game kind of flips it later on the back half of the game. I don't think it really gives anything away, but you start having to introduce the mechanics of putting the fire out to fight the enemy. So like you'd be in an area and they'd be patrolled by guards and they'll have fire and stuff to protect themselves. And you have an ability to put fire out. Like you can throw something at them. And so you cause all the rats to attack the guy and they eat the guy alive. And, and even then when you light the area back up, the body's laying there and it's all like skin and bones and laying there. And they, they, they they will drop items too. So it just, the rats kind of eat the kind of, people alive? Yes, they yeah. just instantly devour them. That's nasty. I don't want to play this. It's, it is actually kind of a gory game. Like, even yeah. I find, like this game is really gory. Listen, when I was a kid, I watched a movie with big giant rats that were eating people. And I'm traumatized. <laughs> These ones have red little beady eyes. And yeah, they're every, the, yeah, the rats yeah. had big beady eyes, big red yeah. eyes, and they were big mm-hmm. rats. These rats were like three feet rats. They were eating. Jesus, is it like the one that's right behind you right now? (laughs) I've seen those rats. The rats like New York City rats. That's the type of rats I'm talking about. Big old motherfuckers that'll like eat your cat if they piss it off. The motherfucker that'll eat your cat instead of your cat eating it. (laughs) The crazy thing in this game is too is when you have a light, they're like a foot on each side of you and they're making all this noise and they're like jumping around the game has them like jumping around and you're like and some you gotta, of them you gotta play this jesus and stream it no and some of them will get closer to you but if just one or two of them actually touches your leg the whole like swarm comes in and will grab you and kill you <laughs> you're just like, and even though you're kind of still in the light if you got close enough to that edge they will consume you. They just grab you and just. You ever seen those videos yeah. of like the farms? Like, I, I remember one time, I think it happened in Australia where like the farmers were having like a plague of rats. And they were literally like that. Like, there were just thousands and thousands of them like on the field, in the barns. And like, they would like kick over a piece of like wood or something like plywood. They would like kick it over. And there would be like a thousand rats underneath them. They were just fucking scattered. And it's like, oh, dude. How are you even living there, motherfucker? Bring your barn down, your farm. Bring everything down. Burn it all. <laughs> it was nasty, man. How the fuck you even do that? I would I would say too in this game, Jesus, it's it's not a long game. So it I'm not sure how long it took. I didn't look up how long it took me. But I did look up before I started playing it like the time to beat on their website. And it said between Eight and a half hours if you really just fly through it. And the average time was, I think, 10 hours. And then if you take your time looking for all the collectibles, it's like 12 hours. So it's not a long game. I and mean, you can beat it in one weekend. If you just try and do it. Do it, Jesus. It's really good. I Do really it. actually recommend it. Did you ever play uh, 
Uh, I keep forgetting about the name. Uh, forgetting the name of the game now. Um, Dishonored. Yeah. It, it kind of gives me that vibe, but yeah. Yeah. more sneaking. You know, with with all the rats everywhere and the more plague. More sneaking than Dishonored. Dishonored was all sneaking. What do you? Yeah, that's pretty much what this no, is. But the combat. There's more sneaking. This is more. This is all sneaking, pretty much. And you do have a sling where you can you can uh, eventually get different abilities. You can do rocks, and you have a thing where you can uh, um, shoot, like I said, like the fire and put the fire out of, of campfires and stuff like that. And you kind of get different upgrades. So there's twelve. There's nine upgrades total. You'll get. Yeah, remember too, it's the 1800s or whatever, right? Like. Yeah. So she has like a sling with rocks. That's her weapon. And then two, you can throw, so you can use them in your sling, or you can throw them. So the the disadvantage of the sling is it makes noise. So if you're trying to like be stealthy, they'll hear you if you use your sling. So you could just take out a guard. If you, you could just go gung ho, and if you got twelve rocks in your inventory, you could try to kill all twelve guards. But the problem is some of these guards have helmets, and so the helmet you got to headshot them, and the the helmet obviously you're not gonna hurt them you just get their attention so if you hit control if you hold control on the pc you can like lob a rock off to a mm-hmm. corner and that gets their attention and it gives them a little explanation point above their head and you know they do the typical what was that as you're hiding in the bush <laughs> they walk by you <laughs> you know and then, then they are pretty dumb in the aspect of you walking like two feet behind them and they're not catching you in their peripheral at all you know you can just walk walk right behind them and yeah they're just doing whatever walk, they're doing. You walk like so close to them, and as long as their backs turned, it's like doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah I I'm thought that was point. funny too. There's like one guy he sneaks over. He's gonna, like, he's yelling at somebody, getting ready to kill him or whatever. And you're walking past him, sneaking past him. The three of you just walk right behind him. <laughs> yeah, like three people <laughs> it's like murdering your like family and shit. Yeah, and there's there's a scene later on where you find all these alchemists, and you're the little boy. You take control over him, and there's yeah. one just walking, and you just walk behind him, and like in this lit up room, and you're just walking behind him, and then you have to go like under this little table, and then people are walking around, and you're going from under table from under to another table, and you're you're going through this study that has all these conveniently placed tables, you know, that you can yeah. crawl underneath, and, yeah, and stuff like that. But I do really recommend this game. It's it. I enjoyed it a lot, and it was kind of satisfying to. Yeah, it was satisfying to finish the campaign, and it had a, had a neat little ending. And and again, yeah. it's in Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, yeah, no definitely, it's it's right there waiting for you to play it. And it's it a on, it's game. on PC Game Pass as well. Yes, it or is. That's Xbox. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I need to ask Jesus a question. I got a serious question for Jesus. As soon as he puts his headphones back in, I got a serious, serious question for Jesus. Jesus, I got a question for you. You ready? What the fuck is your TV doing behind you? Oh, I, it's my old TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's like standing up vertically. I'm it like, is. are you playing pinball on it or something? Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I thought, see, I thought about moving it downstairs. I, it I is. just haven't moved it. You got him, Ryan. <laughs> He's secretly moonlighting secretly pinball over there pinball. in the background. <laughs> Dude, With you should make TV a you should make ball. a digital pinball table and send it to me. Oh, and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that, right? <laughs> yeah. Seeing as you just got a spare TV just sitting back it's just there. Sitting there. I mean, it's like all dusty and shit too. 
Just all vertical, sitting there like a pinball table. It's a nice Come on now. It's a nice 4K TV. It's just chilling. Yeah, it'd be, make a great yes. digital pinball table. <laughs> some people, some people don't even have a 4K TV, and they're just and they're sitting there. To Jesus, you. God, we just lost half of our Patreons. So they're like, this guy, <laughs> he's got a 4K TV sitting in the corner of his room, not even using it, and I'm sitting over here on this. Seven really five, five bucks a month. TV, and I'm giving him shit. five bucks a month. <sighs> what am I gonna do with you? It's better than giving five bucks a month to some bullshit ass coffee company for coffee. I mean, it's better than that. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we do give you hours of content. Yeah, yeah, coffee exactly. only. Coffee what, only lasts you like hour? two seconds. Yeah. Ha- at most, maybe an hour if you sip it slowly. It'll be all cold and nasty at the end of the hour. No, oh, man. My coffee lasts two hours, my my coffee in the morning. Yeah, but we can you double the yeah. result. We can go four Extra large hours the show easily. We, we're, we're an average of three hours, I would, Ryan. I would, drink, I would drink two cups of, uh, two extra large cups in a show. Jesus. Easy. Easy. Damn. Well, More we, coffee, but... Are we done with video good games? Stuff. No, I have just one little bit uh, finish up yet. Just Ryan just had to ask that question. We were we were just <laughs> um, I just needed you know, to know. The only other thing I did this week, uh, Jesus, you've probably seen some of it. Um, I was trying to figure out how to stream the VR, just because I wanted to show you some Beat Saber before you bought your Oculus. When we were kind of talking about different things, I wanted to show you what Beat Saber looked like on the 360 mode. And did you get a chance to try this? That looks impossible. It looks hard. It's not that bad. Yeah, it 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 was weird when I, I watched your stream and I was like, like that, that whoa, it's like moving real, around. You actually yeah. have to start moving around. Like, whoa, that's fucked you have up. To turn left and turn to the right and keep turning as the blocks are coming. That that seems very difficult. I does does it auto turn? No, you have to turn your head and turn your body. Oh fuck so, yeah. <laughs> but you see him coming at you, and it, it kind of has the scoreboard kind of like above it. So you you see it kind of turning. You kind of know where they're coming from. So it isn't just like yeah. a random one from the left one from the right but what's weird about it is is when you're playing when you finish playing you have, you have no idea what way you're facing <laughs> you know you know <laughs> yeah. you're like, you got a cord oh. wrapped around your legs <laughs> right you can feel it hitting your legs you know and you're like okay i can't nope i can go much more to the left because i'm done a 360 here at this point you know and like come on game don't go left don't go left <laughs> you know but uh it's it's really cool and uh I was having a good time enjoying streaming it. And uh, another game I picked up in VR I was wanting to stream to show to Jesus is called Pistol Whip. And this game is you kind of unrails. So you're standing in one spot and you have a circle in the game. It kind of tells you, like, you want to stay in this general area here. And the environment moves around you. So you're, you're standing still and the environment's moving around. And you have just a single pistol. So you can play it with just one Oculus controller. And... You literally just point down and it reloads your gun and you got 20 shots. And the bad guys are kind of just like black silhouettes of people. But when they fire or they have like a lock on you, you have this little red circle that like shows that they got like a lock on you with like a laser sight. And they fire and you can see their bullet coming. So you got to kind of duck and dodge their bullets and you shoot back. And so you, you almost feel like you're John Wick. You're, you're fighting your way through this. And it's got like this techno music going on. And you're shooting, shooting, shooting. And you want to shoot to the rhythm of the music. So it's like a rhythm game also on top of being a shooting game, you know. And uh, I was really enjoying it. Uh, I did stream a little bit. But 
the one time I tried to stream it, it didn't work right. It was like only cap- capturing one lens. So it was like seeing out of the left eye. So I was like, you know, I'll delete that video. So then I, I do only have one video up right now, and that was when my son was playing it for the very first time, and he was trying to figure it out. So it really wasn't a real smooth video. But later on this week, I'll get some more videos up of uh, me trying a couple of different VR games. And get some videos up of us playing Pavlov, motherfucker. Let's go. We, we will we will get some videos of us playing Pavlov and maybe me shooting Jesus in a hallway. Oh, in I back. thought you were the bad guy, Jesus. I thought you were the bad guy, motherfucker. You. It was dark and, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, so this weekend we're trying to do. Uh, we'll be doing some VR with Jesus and maybe streaming some VR, and I'll show him how to set it up, maybe, and see if he can stream through his uh, through Mixer on his mm. VR. And, yeah, that's what I'm excited for, to be able to stream and be able to see the chat actually while I'm wearing the headset without having to take it off. Because right now on the yeah. PSVR, that's impossible. You just can't. There's no way to be able to stream. You can with Twitch because it has a native streaming to Twitch or whatever, but to Mixer, there's just no support from PlayStation. There seems like I'm still struggling. I just can't believe. What I can't believe is that PlayStation still has not decided to support Mixer and Microsoft cannot convince them. Like, that's... That's crazy to me, you know what I mean? How big Mixer has gotten lately. Like, why the fuck is PlayStation not on board yet? You know, that's kind of shitty of them to not not support that platform. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what, what I found online so far from the digging I've done, it was the best way to do Twitch chat, at least, was if you pull up your Twitch channel, you can actually pop out your chat. Yeah. And, and it makes it a separate window. And so then you minimize all your windows except for only your chat window. And Oculus lets you pin a window to your Oculus experience. So it's it that window stays in your game. And it's just a, a basically a minimized window of Twitch chat. And that is supposed to stay in your game when you pin it. But that's from what I've seen in all the YouTube videos. But what I ran across is when I when I pin that window, it's pinning my whole entire desktop. Like I, they've changed something somewhere in the software because the videos are a little bit older mm-hmm. and there's been new updates and stuff like that. It won't let me pin just that one window for Twitch. So maybe I'm doing it wrong, but I think I have, I'm doing it right. And maybe things have just changed a little bit. But so when I do it, it gives me the whole entire desktop and it makes it hard to read. So I'm still doing it the old fashioned way. I'm just pausing the game real quick, looking at the chat and then just going right back into the game. But I will figure it out. I'll continue to mess with it and and go from there. But Mayo, are you using OBS to stream? Yes, I'm. Oh, I'm using uh, Streamlabs OBS. So mm-hmm. what you need to do is you go in, you go into the window with your desktop, crop mm-hmm. the the photo to just crop out the um, the chat, whatever the chat window is, and then mm-hmm. you'll only see the chat window. You won't see the rest of your desktop. Yeah, that's that. how I used to have to do HGP when we did it live. I would crop all our cameras uh, from okay. from the window. We'll give um, so that out. would probably work for you. I don't know if there's an easier way to do it or if there's like it's not really that hard to do, but it's a little time consuming. Once you do it, it's done. And I have found software. So there's a difference between the Steam Store and the Oculus Store. And I guess there's an there's a program you can download. And when you're running the Steam games, you can read chat real easy if you install this program. But it doesn't work in the Oculus Store. And I have games in both places. So 
it's going to be, you know, a mix of how I want to do it or whatever. So I'll get it figured out this week. I'll continue to mess with when I have more time here these next couple of days and, and go from there. But definitely going to see uh, the more streaming this week and playing some uh, Pavlov with Jesus, maybe watching some movies with Jesus in big screen VR. Oh, yeah. I'm watching all the movies, Mayo. Yeah. You know, we could do the virtual ticket where we could actually buy a movie and watch a movie together in 3D. Because oh. it has like a little like a little movie theater, like you're in a lobby and everything, like a movie theater, and you can actually buy tickets for older movies redone in 3D, and you can watch them. Like you have a showtime and everything. Okay, but how realistic is it? Do they charge you extra for popcorn, and is it an exorbitant amount of money? <laughs> you get you get actually a little fake thing of popcorn you can throw it around, but you can't, you can't eat yeah. it. And you can actually disable it, so. I want you both to have buckets of popcorn while you're watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Does this mean it's news time, guys? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm done. That means it's news time. It's news time. This week in the breaking news of the coronavirus updates. Oh no! We're bringing you the latest updates this week, ladies and gentlemen. The United States will now evacuate Americans from the cruise ship that has been quarantined for more than a week in Japan because of coronavirus infections on board. The U.S. Embassy in Tokyo told Americans aboard the ship on Saturday. American passengers and crew members were told in an email from the embassy that a chartered flight would arrive on Sunday for those who wanted to return to the U.S. The ship, the Diamond Princess, was placed under quarantine at the city of Yokohama, early last week with about 3,700 passengers and crew members on board. After a man who had disembarked in Hong Kong tested positive for the coronavirus. <gasps> Since then, at least 218 cases have been confirmed aboard the ship. There are about 400 Americans on board and at least 40 who were infected with the virus have been taken off the ship for treatment. All Americans that are coming back to the U.S. will be subject to a 14-day federal quarantine and will be housed at two existing quarantine sites in California and Texas. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Big update for the Americans on board <laughs> that cruise ship. Um, yeah, big news, guys. What do you guys think of all this shit? Scary stuff. Stay away from ships. I was, I was waiting for you to turn it into some sort of video game uh, thing, but it just <laughs> didn't happen. Over 69,000 confirmed cases globally, Ryan. 69,000. The death toll is now over yeah, 1,660, including four people outside of mainland China, and the first death in Europe just occurred recently. <gasps> oh, my God. You know, where I, you know where I would go to hear all this information? Where would you go? My... Local newscast. No, they're not. They're telling you the, the fake news. I'm reading the news oh, from them. Jesus has you the, the truth. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did I hear something about in the news He's that actually the Tencent, Tencent leaked the real numbers supposedly? There was a yeah, there was a thing on Reddit where Tencent leaked like the actual numbers of infected. Because <laughs> you know they're, what they're doing in China is they're tracking people's movements through their cell phone networks. And Tencent runs all that shit. They run all the facial recognition, all that shit. So they know, like, the movements around the country, like, where people are moving, where they're headed, where they're going around the country. 
And therefore, they can estimate, like, how many infections are actually happening. And the number they threw out there was, like, 90-something thousand. <laughs> and they're like, no, that number is fake. This, this is a wrong information, ladies and gentlemen. We gave out the wrong number. So, yeah, I don't believe them. All right. But, moving on to more news. Let's get into some... Some real news here, ladies and gentlemen. Some video game news. Alright, here we go. What is this? We got we got for me, Jesus. Uh, uh Tell me what the news is. Other side entertainment layoffs leave the fur the future of System Shock 3 in doubt. Not well, this sure. isn't good news. Back in twenty seventeen, Starbreeze Studios agreed to publish Other Side Entertainment System Shock 3. Less than two years later, Starbreeze sold the publishing rights back to Otherside after the failure of Overkill's The Walking Dead. Otherside's Warren Spector said they were looking for a publishing and funding partner but would self-publish System Shock 3 as a last resort, and as of yet, no publisher has publicly stepped forward to take on the game. As VGC reports, the design director Chase Jones left Otherside last week Joining other key staff, including System Shock 3's writer and director, senior designer, lead programmer, QA lead, senior environment artist, and more people, who have all either left or been laid off. <laughs> A thread of the Other Side Forum has been cataloging layoffs among the staff since June. Posting under the name Kim Korn Karn at the RPG Codex Forum, a former Other Side developer responded to a question about whether System Shock 3 has been abandoned by saying, quote, I don't actually know what's going on, but the team is no longer employed there. They've also explained that, quote, most of the work is con content development, which we were critically behind in, both in real assets and in tool support for an efficient pipeline. Uh, was the failure of the project right? It's hard to say. If Starbreeze hadn't gone into crisis, I think we would have delivered something more interesting with some fresh and innovative gameplay but a much smaller game than what people were expecting and inevitably disappointing for a sequel to a, such a beloved franchise. So pretty much, this game is done for. All that good shit. That's, 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 that's where I, that's where we come up with. <laughs> Happy? <laughs> yeah, more news! <laughs> THQ Nordic has now opened up a new studio, Nine Rock Games, that's right! So, this is a new studio to the THQ Nordic Empire. <gasps> Nine Rock Games. This publisher has opened a new company in Slovakian capital of Bratislava. And the team is already working on its first project. Mayo. Mm -hmm. The studio will be led by CEO David Durkak, who has spent the last five years working as a project lead at DayZ developer Bohemia Interactive. The rest of the team has built up experience working on DayZ, Soldier of Fortune 3, Conan, and Chaser. Nine Rock Games' debut title will be a shooter survival game with more details to be announced at a later date. The Slovakian studio is the latest addition to THQ Nordic's parent Embracer Group, which opened two new studios through its subsidiary Amplifier Game Invest. Uh, so this was formerly Goodbye Kansas. They opened those studios last month. And the company opened River Inn Games in Sweden and C77 Entertainment in Seattle. So, looks like THQ Nordic is doing pretty good for itself, huh? Yeah, growing. Yeah. Uh, moving on to more news. 
<laughs> this is for this is for fucking Alan maybe here. An angry yeah. mom. An angry mom demands an Xbox refund after hackers bought thirty six thousand FIFA gaming points. Leslie Irwin from Moray claims that she was forced to chase Microsoft for almost a year for a refund when a fraudster when a fraudster linked her Xbox or their own Xbox to her credit card account. Says her former furious mother claims that she was forced to chase Microsoft for eleven months after after fraudster fraudsters hacked into her son's Xbox account and racked up a credit card bill. The mom of three, Leslie Irwin, said Crooks had used her credit card details saved to the Xbox to purchase three rounds of points, each costing 79... Is that euros? 79.99 euros. After reporting the issue to Microsoft 11 months ago, Leslie claimed she was sent in circles trying to secure a refund and was eventually told by the tech giant that the fraud was invisible on her account. The crook bought 36,000 FIFA gaming points, and she only found out when Microsoft emailed her to confirm the spurious purchase. Leslie49 said, quote, I've lost count of the times I've phoned and emailed Microsoft. The boys have had no Xbox Live for nearly a year as a result because I won't let them log in. I am fed up fighting, and I want others, and I want to warn others none of this is our fault leslie of elgin more say i was alerted to suspicious activity on march 22nd uh, the mom of nathan who is 17 and liam who is 14 and nine-year-old scott said i received an email which said i had purchased three lots of 12,000 points each costing about 80 euros i couldn't believe it the boys knew nothing about it so she called microsoft and told her and they told her to check the devices linked to the account she said I found two which did not match our Xbox One. We only own one Xbox. The boys share it, so I deleted the rogue devices and removed my card details. She was relieved when Microsoft said they did issued a refund, but there was no sign of it either the Xbox account or on her credit card provider, which is Tesco Bank. Uh, she, Leslie, who is a school admin assistant, said Tesco told me Microsoft had traced the IP address of the crook to Warrington in, Ches in Cheshire. Cheshire, 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 Man, how how can you be so careless to let your account get hacked like that, Jesus? That just happens. What are you talking about? That's so easy to do. I mean, it's just so easy to do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like it's like. It's like if you weren't home one day, right? It's like if you weren't home one day. And uh -huh. Everybody sudden, does it, man. And all of a sudden, your kid messages you, sends you a picture of you playing Apex Legends from China. And you're like, wait a minute. Oh, I'm really? not in China. I'm in Ohio. What am I doing in China? <laughs> this doesn't sound right. <laughs> what do you see something? You, you know what I mean, man? Like, like you're what? right. Yeah, I mean, what if that happened? That would be crazy. You know what you would do? You would uh, you would go home, and when you got home, you would log in as soon as you can, and then it's going to tell you that you are logged in on another PC. Do you want to log in on this one? 
and you're going to say, heck yes, I want to log in on this one. And then you're going to take over your log in your account and you're going to go back in and you're going to change all your passwords. And then you're going to enable two factor authentication, Jesus. Mm, yeah. This is step one. Something you should have had enabled in the first place, Mayo. Probably. <laughs> this, this, this might have happened. It might be a true story over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So somebody, somebody's Steam account got hacked. No, 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 not my Steam account. My Origin Apex account was hacked. My Origin account was hacked. <laughs> and I was playing Apex with Chinese writing behind it. And I got a message from my son and says, are you playing Apex? I'm like, no, I'm out of the house right now. And so he's like, well, it says you're playing Apex. So he sent me a picture. And so I was like, okay, I'll take care of this when I get home. So I go home. Again, like I said, I log in and ask me if I want to kick this other user off of this other computer. I'm like, of course I do. And I change all my credentials. So satisfied with that, you know, I'm like, okay, enable two-factor authentication. You know, send me a text message now every time I log in to Origin, which is kind of a pain, but I guess mm-hmm. someone has to deal with it at this point. Cause that, and that's why I didn't enable it in the first place because I already don't save any of my login information on it. So I have to log in each time when Origin launches. So I have to type oh, in my geez. email and I type in my password. You gotta wait for them to text you, and then and then I have to have them text me. So, but so so I'd never enabled two factor. So uh, I have it fixed. I'm, I'm okay. I'm done with this situation. You know, I go to bed and I wake up the next morning early for work, and I see I have an email from EA. I'm like, oh, this is confirming my my new two factor authentication. And it says, you know, like, Dear Mayo One, due to cheating in Apex, your account has permanently been banned, and you oh, are no longer no. allowed to play Apex online. <laughs> so, oh no, you like, fucking oh, cheater! You, me? you fucking oh, cheater! Oh man! Mayo. So now, so now I am Chinese Mayo in my new gamer tag. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, oh, so so yeah, so my account was locked out for just Apex from playing online at this point. So the in the email it did say if I feel like I was wrongly banned that I could contact them. And so I went through that process and I had to send them this email and it was a pretty lengthy email explaining everything and what did happen. And the nice thing is I had pictures on my phone from when my son messaged me and he sent me a picture yeah. so he logged in with a Chinese name behind it. And also on my phone it shows like my car automatically responds if my car is running that I'm driving as a text message. So it also shows like a timestamp and it showed that I was driving and in my car at such and such time. And I'm hoping too with them, they should be able to see me logging in and kicking this other computer off and then, you know, changing my changing path to factor yeah. authentication all within that 15 minute window that they should. Yeah. It looks good on it. you. Yeah. But I don't know what EA's stances or maybe Apex's stances on this, so I will see. But yes, I was not cheating. If there is any kind of marking on my account or anything like that right now, you fucking cheater! Mayo, you went and hired a Chinese guy to try and up your stats. We know, we know, motherfucker. If if I was if I was cheating, I can guarantee it'd be a lot better than Bronze Four. Yeah. I don't play that game that much, but <laughs> but anyhow, yeah. So hopefully we can uh, I can get control back of that account here. Well, I got control of the account, we but see you trying to catch up to Snickersnee stats. Yeah, that's taking the shortcut. 
<laughs> but yeah. Well, hopefully it gets unbanned, Mayo. Yeah, I, I I feel like it will, and I'd be surprised if they they don't reverse it. And all like, honesty, go all out like and, they go all out and case. fully ban your entire Origin account. <laughs> like, <laughs> we determined yeah. you are a major cheater. We're going to totally ban everything now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Moving on now, Bioware is officially redesigning Anthem. That's right, for all you Anthem freaks out there that love Anthem, like Ryan. Uh, uh, so yeah, I I love An- Anthem. It was I might miss out on this game. Fantastic. Let me tell you that the team is going to work to quote reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful rewards. Are you ex- excited? <laughs> you excited? Sounds exciting. Yeah. Can you can you edit in crickets there, Jesus, please? <laughs> That's pretty good, Ryan. <laughs> but yeah, Anthem will be uh uh in its current Bioware state until the design is ready for launch. Bioware will continue to run in game events, refresh the store, and will occasionally revisit past Seasonal and Cataclysm content, so the remaining Anthem players will have something to do while they wait for the new version of the game. Um, so, yeah. It's going to take months, they said. I mean, really? Okay. I, I, is it, point, yeah, like, is it just me or is, like, it so far past the point where they should yeah. just give up already? Just... Make this, Anthem 2 if you really want to work on this game more. This like, should have been done, like, last Yeah. Year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should have announced this in May of last year, a couple months after they fucked up the launch or whatever. You know what I mean? After yeah, seeing, like, the I don't huge know. backlash, they should have announced this, like, May of last year. Or E3 last year. Come out, like, at E3 and be like, hey, guys, we know Anthem. You guys hate it. But fuck that Anthem. We're making it over again. Woo! 2.0! Now, now what I want to know is when this is finally done, do they resell this? Do they... Is it going to be like, you get this if you have Anthem already? Or is it going to be like, oh, pay 20 bucks to make the game good? Mm. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, make it playable. <laughs> no, they, they, well, no, come on. Like free. The game was playable. The game was playable. It was just lackluster it was just boring like there wasn't a lot to do like i don't know i played it when it first came out and i've never touched it again since so like i I don't really know i can't really say to what they've done to it to make it better but i just don't see like refreshing it there's not an audience there like i i don't see why they're bothering put focus drag focus on dragon age and put out a good fucking game so you can get people that love your fucking company back in your corner because right now they are not bioware is a lot of companies are are fucked right now like bioware blizzard fucking you know like activision like i don't know I mean, Activision. Kind well, of. Activision's doing good with Call of Duty. They're doing yeah, shitty yeah. with Blizzard. <laughs> That's what yeah. the problem is right now. Blizzard's the problem, not Activision. Like, 
at some point they're gonna they're not gonna be Activision Blizzard. They're gonna be Activision again. Hey guys, we're just yeah, Activision just now. Separate from Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard, we Hopefully still own them, but they're by themselves. We're just we're just the Call of Duty people now. I swear to God, that's but, it. But at one point in time, Blizzard did. was great. You know, people were really yes, loving Blizzard. That's why they're called Activision Blizzard. Like, <laughs> there's these there's these fucking companies that were like known for putting out fucking stellar games. You know what I mean? And they've just dropped right off. Like, you know, you look at like Blizzard for example, and I mean, Overwatch is a big part of it. It got so big. Yeah, they just focused that, too much. You know, on it. like. They got way off focus, and their brand changed, and people left, and they're bringing all these new people in now. They're bringing all these Microsoft people in, right? You got fucking Mikey Barra and uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude from the other guy, yeah, uh, Ron Ferguson. Yeah, all all going over there, you know. So I don't know what. Uh, I just give me Diablo already, all right? That's all I want to say to Blizzard. Fucking give me Diablo. I feel like that one's a long ways away. Yeah. Don't say that, Mayo. That's not fair. You just hurt my feelings. I'm yeah. offended. I'm offended. At least, at least open up some crossplay for Diablo. I'd like to play Diablo 3 with you guys on the PC. I have it on PC, but. Do you? Fuck. I don't know if it's attached to my account or not, though, because I have the disc and I don't have a disc drive in either of my computers. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it—I think I do have it installed on my PC. But I'd have to get that working again. (laughs) Anyways, what else you got? Let's move on to more news here. Ubisoft has confirmed that the next-gen consoles, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, will feature almost complete backwards compatibility with their predecessors when released this holiday season. Speaking of a financial call last week, Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemot, when asked about next-gen, revealed that the upcoming consoles will be running almost all the back catalog of the previous consoles. It will be something new in the industry. Continue to learn more. He said it will help the old generations to continue to be big consoles on the market for many years to come, which is what I don't like to fucking hear. <laughs> Why? Because they're going to be holding back these new consoles, man. This is the problem with this Xbox One X. What, how so? It's held back by the Xbox One Hobo Edition. Okay, listen. It's when you play back. a game. No, listen to me. Listen to me, Jesus. Motherfucker, you son of a bitch. When you play, I can play a game on my laptop right now, right? Mm. It's it's not as good as your PC, is it? But when your PC plays it, it looks better, doesn't it? So yeah, what's the difference? The difference is, is Xbox and shit. I don't know, man. No, I, like I said this a long time ago, where when the X was coming out, how I felt like. Everything was going to shift to a to a new kind of thing where you would be able to choose. Hey, I want this resolution. I want this. You know, you'd have more video settings than than you do with normal consoles. Now, I I could see this moving forward, like <clears throat> where you can kind of okay, you can play it on an Xbox One, and yes, it's Hobo Edition, but it's dumbed down compared to the version that's on the Series X. The Series X can run it better. You know what I mean? Can do just like a high end PC can. Like you know, you and I feel like texture, 
versus a high end texture. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like be locked, maybe. But you don't. But but it's it, Yeah, it'll be locked because you can't mess with it on on a, on a console. You know what I mean? Maybe you can on the Series X. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I I don't. I have no idea. Maybe you can. Maybe you can fuck with that and say, hey, you know, get better performance or whatever. They kind of do it now where they have you know your performance mode and your you know whatever <clears throat> where you can pick what you want and i can see that being more broad in the future where it's like okay but but like i'm saying on on say you're playing on a hobo xbox you're playing halo infinite on a hobo xbox one right it's dumbed down all the way to the low settings low 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 settings whereas if you're playing it on an xbox one x it might be medium settings and then you're on a series x so now you're getting high ultra settings you know what i mean like and that, I could see that for the first-party games, that yes, they will focus on the different settings. But you're, you're going to sit here and tell me that a developer, that's a third-party developer, is not going to cut corners and just make two versions of the game. They'll make like I don't the, think the, the semi-hobo version, or like the super-hobo version. and the, the, the good I don't version. think so, because I of this, the whole backwards compatibility thing, where it's like you, you have to play on, corners, on, on three different... I don't know, man. We'll see. Who knows? We'll see what happens. You fucking... Goddamn Canadian. Why do you care? You're not a console guy anymore. Maybe I want to be a console console guy. You don't want to be. If you wanted to be, you would have stayed here with us. You would have stayed here with us. But no, you traveled down the mail road. (laughs) You went down the mail road. You slid down that slippery white nail. He dips his toe in that console water. <laughs> yeah, when he turns on PS4, he sold his Xbox. Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah. what else we got new? Ubisoft Move also on. confirmed they will be shipping three AAA games this year. We of course know that Watchdog Legions may be one of them, and maybe Gods and Monsters for the PS5. And uh, there's a new rumor of a new Assassin's Creed Vikings game for this year, but. Who knows if that's the title they're going to release this year. Fuck if I know. Moving on. Moving on with more news. <laughs> Toy Soldiers 2. Finest Hour release date. What? <laughs> been detailed. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what? Toy- Didn't that already come out on the 360? Toy Soldiers 2. The Finest Hour is set for a 2021 release date. With the note of it being an action strategy title, is, is this true? Like, didn't this get already released? Yeah, I think this that's is the sequel to that one that was released. I think opinion. this is the. Why wouldn't they just call it Toy Soldiers Three? It's uh, been fucking so long. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, did, so let me tell you did here. You play the second one with the uh, with the uh, DLC that had the uh, GI Joe and He Man characters in it. Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that Rambo looking character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it says here everything so we that love was on Xbox One, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, early gen Xbox One, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was in the beginning of the cycle. Yeah. It says here everything we loved about Toy Soldiers and Toy Soldiers Cold War is back and better than ever in TS2. <laughs> Including improved multiplayer co-op, overcharged deli barrages, competitive mini games, crazy new survival modes, and so much more. 
Don't worry, guys. You'll get this as a free games with gold in like a year, anyways. <laughs> yeah, and like <laughs> chances of that are like very fucking high. Uh, moving on now. <laughs> Star Citizen had a record-breaking year of crowdfunding. That's right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Star Citizen has shown no signs of slowing down, Ryan, in terms of fundraising dollars from players. In fact, this game is fucking insane. Like it's insane year, how much money. May have been the crowdfunded space game's biggest year yet. Data shared by the team behind Star Citizen appeared to show that the multi-game project earned around $47.7 million from crowdfunding just in 2019. That's an increase of more than 26% over the previous year. Combined with $46 million in private investment from 2018, creator Chris Roberts and his team at Robert Space Industries have now pulled in an estimated $131.5 million over the last two years alone. And the game's not finished. It's not even out yet. RSI keeps a running tally of its crowdfunding earnings on its own website. Daily changes in the total are collected by the community and are uploaded to a publicly available spreadsheet to track its progress. Uh, RSI declined to confirm last year's $47.7 million crowdfunding haul for Polygon, uh, but a statement in December did acknowledge that the company had a record-breaking year. And so this game was launched as a Kickstarter campaign in 2012. The Star Citizen project has two main products. The first is referred to as the the Persistent Universe, which is the PU, which is an MMO-like experience that is currently playable, albeit in a complete pre-alpha state. The second is a single-player game called Squadron 42, and this is expected to enter beta later this year and will include the acting talents of Mark Hamill, Gillian Anderson, and Henry Cavill. And, and that's supposed to be like the single player part yeah. of it. Uh, both products are now available for sale at the RSI website, where you can get in on the action for as little as $45. Or you could buy like a million dollar ship. <laughs> uh, RSI sells more than just games, though. It also offers a fleet of virtual starships, Ryan, some of which cost several hundred dollars. It is through mm-hmm. the sales of these ships that the majority of RSI's income is earned, which is a self-reported $267 million so far. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> guys, can, guys, can we just can we can we just get together here for a second? Just for one second. Okay, let's just huddle up, huddle up here. Get up, get real close. Okay, okay. I'm listening. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna build a game. Oh, Alright. Wow. We're gonna build we're gonna build a game. Shh, don't worry. I know we don't know how to build a game, but they don't have to know that. Okay. We're going to build a game, and then we're just going to sell characters. We'll just, you know, we'll sell the Jesus skin. We'll sell the the Ryan skin, the, and we'll sell the Mayo skin. Mayo skin will just be like a jar of mayo. You walk around as a jar of mayo. <laughs> just sell them like hundreds of dollars a piece, okay? And and you just you buy these things. The people will just buy them, and we'll never release the game. We'll never say, release the We'll game. say we're never working been. on it. We'll say we're working we're on working it. We're working on it forever. So we got to start a Kickstarter. Oh, shit. We just <laughs> recorded this, didn't we? <laughs> start a Kickstarter. We'll call it Ryan Jesus Mayo Space Industries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> RJM. RJM. <laughs> yeah. RJM Space Industries. 
<laughs> we got it. We got it. Here we oh, go. Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't believe it. Like, we could be millionaires, guys. We could be millionaires. Yeah, like, this guy's just raking in the fucking money, just laughing his way to the bank. <laughs> what do you do? I make a video game that's never going to be done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I have more money than you can ever imagine. Right on cue. The Tom Clancy's The Division 2 Warlords of New York was officially revealed yesterday evening. The all-new story expansion takes agents to Lower Manhattan to produce at a one-to-one scale and embark on a campaign to take down rogue agent Aaron Keener. I never liked that asshole. He's a dick. Fuck Aaron Keener. Fucking sounds like a douchebag. This is set eight months after the original The Division. Warlords of New York features the iconic city in the summertime, albeit having been ravaged by a hurricane which has caused flooded streets and washed entire ships up to the city streets, Mayo. There's going to be four key zones having been recreated, including Battery Park, Civic Center, Two Bridges, and the Financial District which are all new to the Division series. Warlords of New York ups the Division's 2 level cap from 30 to 40, as well as introducing a new infinite progression system through which stats can be continually improved the more you play. New players can either start the game as normal in Washington, D.C., or take a level skip to 30 and begin in New York City. If you've got time for the latter, you'll be able to head back to D.C. once the Warlords campaign has been completed. The game is also following in the footsteps of the Elder Scrolls Online Tamriel's Unlimited and offering universal enemy and mission level scaling based on player levels. This includes back in Washington, D.C. where world activities will scale all the way up to level 40. And um, the thinking is from Ubisoft is that they're absolutely expecting developer Massive to turn this one around, Destiny or Diablo 3 style to ensure that Division 2 has legs for many years to come. Woo! In addition, there will be new weapons, gear sets, exotic items, and the overhaul of the gear and weapon system. This includes new UI improvements, helping to better identify the key attributes and advantages of any piece of equipment. Uh, Roll ranges will also be included, helping players to analyze whether or not it will be a good version of that particular piece of gear they've picked up. The Division 2 Warlords of New York will be available on March 3rd. Priced at $30, and it will require the base game to play, which was on sale this week for like $3. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> it was on sale everywhere for three fucking dollars. So, if you don't own this game right now, you're kind of like, don't, you're not going to play this. But if you it's bought still it. still on sale, I think. If you bought it for $3, go and pay 30 bucks for this expansion. Um,. So there you go. What are you guys excited? Are you guys excited to go back to New York in the Division 2? I'm not sure. Like, I kind of want to play it again, but I kind of don't. So I've hated this series since know. it came out. Why, why, Ryan? I don't like it. I don't know. I just it, I can't get into it. I've tried to. I played it with you, Jesus. I played it with Gunny. I played it with Eric. Every time I play it, I'm like, I fucking hate this game. I fucking hate it. Oh my god. Oh my yeah. god. I don't think I've I don't think I've ever tried the second one, but I I know the first one I really hated it. The second one was pretty good. I liked the second one. I can't maybe I did I don't remember. 
Yeah, I think I did play the second one, and I was like, this is more of the same shit. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. yeah. Really. It is a lot of the same shit. It's pretty much the same shit. Just, just not a game for me. <laughs> Which is weird, because I like co-op games. Like, I like... I don't know. I, I just yeah. couldn't get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on now. EA will move the Need for Speed development back to Criterion Games. Boop, 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 boop. EA will now return the Need for Speed franchise to the UK game studio Criterion. I mean, it sounds good in theory. I mean, you think about Criterion's backlog or, or like games that they put out, and you're like, Burnout, you know, they've done a couple of Need for yeah. Speed. They've worked as the backup team on Need for Speed for a while. But, you know, most people think Burnout, but all those people are gone. None of those people are there anymore. Yeah. It's Criterion isn't what they used it's to like, be. It's like you know? Yeah, <laughs> they, they're, they're not. They're not who they used to be anymore. People are gone. <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully they can put out a good game and 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 reignite the Need for Speed franchise. Because I mean, there's 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 love there for that franchise. It's just they they got to put out a good game. You know? Yeah, that last one just was not. I don't think well received at all. I keep seeing you know, it on some, sale. I, I, I don't. I didn't like it, but I, I know other people that are into racing games. They they seem to enjoy it. They they they're like, it's not that bad. It's pretty good. And I just, I played a couple of the first races, and I was like, this just does not feel right to me. <clears throat> but you know, each to their own. You know. Yeah. To each their own. Anyways, yes, the current franchise leader, Ghost Games, in Gothenburg is set to become EA Gothenburg once again. Uh, pending Swedish Union approval, the studio will refocus itself as an engineering hub supporting development across EA's portfolio. EA told GameIndustry.biz that, quote, the engineering expertise in our Gothenburg team, some of whom are the architects of the Frostbite engine, is vital to a number of our ongoing projects, and they will remain in that location. As for the Ghost Games creative team, EA is now looking to transfer many of the staff to positions at Criterion and other places within the wider organization. However, 30 roles will remain at risk. Outside of the engineers and those that we plan to transfer to other positions, there would be 30 additional staff in Gothenburg, and we will hope to place as many of them as possible into other roles in the company. Uh, so it says here, Ghost Games has been the franchise home for Need for Speed, for the last four games in the series, from 2013's Need for Speed Rivals, uh, the 2015 reboot, 2017's Need for Speed Payback, and last year's Need for Speed Heat. However, EA says they have struggled to attract the right talent to Gothenburg to work on the series, and by contrast, Criterion is based in Guildford, which is one of the UK's biggest game development hubs. So, there you go. So, we'll see what happens. Good luck to those people working in those... You know, in that studio. Hopefully you get placed in a good spot. Hopefully you have a good opportunity wherever you end up. That's, that would suck, man, working in a fucking game studio. I would fucking... That's just the shittiest that's, thing ever, you know what I mean? That's the life, though, man. Like, that's the game studio life, you know? Like you, you gotta, like, just be, like, ready. Finish like, a game, you move on. Like, yeah, you gotta be ready, like, as soon as we finish this fucking game, I'm probably gonna get fired. <laughs> yeah, like, it's probably gonna happen. Like, oh fuck, <laughs> you know what I mean? That must be some shit. That sucks. Um, New Prince of Persia is a VR escape room. That's right. Uh, 
Ubisoft has finally announced the new Prince of Persia game today, but it will be a location-based virtual reality escape room, and there have been two other location-based escape rooms created by Ubisoft in the past, both of which were set in the world of Assassin's Creed. So, there you go. You where, is this, where is this happening? Uh, so, in the press release, Ubisoft revealed a new VR escape room attraction called Prince of Persia, the Dagger of Time. The experience will be a team-based adventure set in the Sands of Time chronology. Developed by Ubisoft Dusseldorf and designed for all ages, Ryan, the cooperative escape rooms will involve two, three, or four players working together to solve puzzles and find a way out of a reimagined fortress of time. The Dagger of Time will be available to play at over 300 locations around the oh, world, okay. Ryan, when it launches in the spring of 2020. Apparently, I was going to say, Jesus, this isn't what I asked you. I asked you where it was going to be. Apparently, <laughs> Ryan, apparently, Ryan, the attraction actually has a story that includes a significant character from the series history, Kailina, the Empress of Time, who first appeared in the Prince of Persia, Warrior Within, summons the players and asks for their help. That's right. All right. There you go, Great. Ryan. There you go, Ryan. Are you gonna play? Still didn't answer my question. 300 locations around the world, yep. Ryan. <laughs> Where are these? You start naming them off. 300. Uh, location <laughs> 300, one. Location is there two. A lo location three. <laughs> location four. <laughs> is, there, is there like a... a specific place where you can go and see this or is no, it no it's just 300 locations 400 just 300 you just figure it out 300 locations. locations around the there world. might be one near you maybe there not. Might not you never know think about three yeah. that's, a lot, three that's a, lot a lot of locations a lot of locations more loc that's that's more locations than there are states yeah that's 250 so, more oh wait locations. That's, that's around the world though right 300 locations around the yeah, world around right the world. yeah okay well, maybe that's that's a little less. That's a little smaller. <laughs> You're spreading those 300 out a lot. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. What else we got? Moving on. Um, that's all I have for news. That's well, thank God. That's all I have for fucking <laughs> news. I mean, besides that, I don't know if you guys listened to uh, Gamertag Radio's 1000 episode. Uh, they had No, Phil I didn't Spencer. listen to it. They had Phil Spencer on there. It was pretty cool. He was talking about, like, he pretty much confirmed that VR will not be coming to the Xbox yeah. Series X. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they won't support VR titles. So they said that they will be coming out with... Microsoft might develop VR-supported titles, but they but will be for the make their own PC. Headset. They're going to be for the PC, pretty much. You know what I mean? So, but they won't be for the, like the Xbox console, but they will be for like the PC since they're the Windows company still. You know what I mean? So they yeah. said they will still make develop. They're still going to develop VR shit, possibly for the PC, but you're going to need a PC to be able to play it or whatever. So that kind of sucks for the people that were waiting and holding out for a VR for the console for for that system. But I mean, it is what it is. Maybe that I don't think. Pers I think personally that. That they don't want peripherals. I think, yeah, Mike, Microsoft's scared of peripherals right now. I, I fucked I mean, over last time. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't blame them. The you only, know I mean? the I only really peripheral don't blame. that's done really good for them is the controller, the Elite controller. Oh, yeah. And, and that's yeah. not really a peripheral. It's like a controller that works with everything. It's just, yeah. you know what I mean? 
Yeah. And so, <clears throat> you know, Connect kind of, if you think about it, Connect was probably the money Microsoft would have put into VR had yeah. they had not done Connect. Really, to if you think about it, right? Like, that's kind of where that tech would have led. Now that they've now that they bought now that they because I fucked that camera was way better than the fucking PlayStation Eye camera. Oh, it is. Can you, imagine you know what I mean? That like that tracking PSVR? that sensor was fucking yeah. If that trend, if that sensor was tracking VR, it would it would probably do fucking ten times better than <laughs> than PlayStation's. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like it's they yeah. they when they got rid of that VR, kind of just became a ah. Eh, why do we bother? Because if we do, then we got to bring this connect back, and then we got to sell people connect with a fucking you know what I mean. So why even bother? Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Uh, they, they, they don't although, although they 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 are they are all in on inside out tracking too. Their headsets were the first real headsets that came out that had inside out tracking. Yeah. Was the Microsoft uh, augmented reality headsets? Mm-hmm. They were inside out. And they were at first they were the only ones that were like that, and then and then everyone else started following suit. Mm-hmm. Like, so I mean, like if you think about it, Microsoft has made advancements in the VR, you know, scene, so to say. They just they're doing it. They're not doing it themselves. People are just catching on to what they're doing. Like their development of of Hololens and all that shit yeah. helped a lot. It's a lot of shit, you oh, know, for yeah, VR. Definitely. Yeah. It's not the exact same product, but it was very similar and, and they I think HoloLens also had inside out tracking, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think you ever needed to put up like uh cameras or anything like that for no, it. Just, if I remember correctly. It wasn't it wasn't track it was like like it was augmented reality, wasn't it? The HoloLens? That yeah, it wasn't it yeah. wasn't VR. Yeah, it's not VR. It was like, like it was more meant for commercial things and, and uh Yeah, yeah, like you know, you 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 could build a, a motorcycle, for instance. You know yeah. what I mean, and and do it right in front of you, but you're just, you know, you're not really building anything. You're just literally <laughs> just putting things together. But that you know, would it's, be it's great. that would be a cool. I think that that type of technology we're gonna see it more like ten, fifteen years from now. When when I'm old, Ryan, when you're like really old, and Mayo's like fucking super old. <laughs> like I just that, think that, it's, I, I think it's not going to be for what we want it for. You no, know no, what I mean? That, it's going to be. I, I think that type of tech eventually in the future, like way in the future, it's going to eventually be the type of tech where like you take your car into a mechanic shop. Exactly. And the mechanic yeah, yeah, yeah. puts on the fucking HoloLens and he's like, oh, your fucking car is fucked up this way. And then he's just like, he knows how to fix it because the HoloLens is telling him, hey, motherfucker, disconnect this and put this over here and do this. He just—he's doing it all not because he knows it, but because the Hololens is just telling him what to do, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting like that. Mm-hmm. The future. The future. <laughs> the future, <laughs> guys. Speaking of the future, Ryan future. and Mayo, I want to know what you guys thought of the future was. Well, Ryan, go back to little Ryan. Go back. Okay. How, how old are you, Ryan? This little how old is little Ryan right now? I don't know how old do you want me to be, <laughs> little Ryan. You're six years old, little Ryan. You're first grade. I'm, I'm six years old. <laughs> how, I'm wait, in the first what, grade. Jesus. What year is it? Is it 1945? Wait, why am I on <laughs> Skype with these two strange men? <laughs> <laughs> what year is it, little Ryan, motherfucker? 
Oh, fuck. I don't know. Six? Yeah. Like 1983? So it's 1983, Ryan. Little Ryan is six years old. He's eating his fucking popsicle or something. I don't know. I'm eating a popsicle. Okay. He's eating a popsicle. And he's thinking of the year 2020. What the fuck did you think the year 2020 would be like? Six-year-old Ryan. Oh, fuck, dude. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't think it was going to be anything like it is. Wait a minute. If I'm, wait, am I six year old me or wait, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> You're six year old hey. you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't keep this going. Uh, yeah, no, it's like, I, I don't know, man. Six year old me wasn't thinking about 2020. I can tell you that much. All right. Which, which, but I didn't think it was going to be what it is today. I didn't think I'd have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. No shit. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I mean, that's not what I kind of wanted to hear. What? Why is it going to be flying cars and shit? What about you, Mayo? What did you think the future would be like? What, do you, what did you think the year 2020 would be like, Mayo? When you, when you were six Zach years old, when you were six years old, male, six years old. Wait, let's um, let's date you now. How? Uh, what year was it when you were six years old? Eighty-two. <laughs> yeah. Go. Okay. So, All right. I would say I probably thought, if I can remember him back that far, um, probably everything was very metal you know like all the buildings are metal there wasn't much grass you, anymore so you thought everything would be like like that elon musk truck yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like that kind of <laughs> kind of environment you know that there's no more grass metal truck. <laughs> no more grass yeah. man what the fuck you thought we were gonna live in no more grass it's like all metal land. it's like demolition man metal uh, world there's a concrete jungle <laughs> We Welcome opened his paved all the jungle. grass and we, just we turned it into... Killed all the fucking plants metal. on Earth. <laughs> but still no flying cars. I never thought we'd have flying cars. You never thought we'd have flying cars? Yeah. That Come, is... on. Come on, that'd be cool. That was always a fantasy. Oh, that'd be cool, but I don't think we're going to have flying cars. I mean, I mean, really, we well, we do kind of have flying cars. They're called airplanes. Yeah, right. I mean... It's like a flying bus. <laughs> Kind of. But they were always around. They were around back then too. So. Yeah. <laughs> our, our, we'll be lucky. Our flying cars will be able to be like a, like a hovercraft. It'll go like an inch off the ground, <laughs> and we'll be like, yeah. "Look, yeah. guys, no wheels." You know what? Oh, we hoverboards, can have hoverboards, fly- Mayo. Hoverboards. Yeah, hoverboards. Why well, we can have flying no, cars? Because people don't gas up their car sometime. And you'd be and they just fall out of the fucking, <laughs> fucking fall out of the sky because they thought they could. No, oh my! They, I could, I could make it to work. <laughs> it would have to be something, something implemented that forced you know. Forced you to fucking park. Jesus falls out of the sky. <laughs> I can make it to work. I can make it to work with half a fucking quarter tank. I'm gonna get there just fine. The Your car won't won't take off unless unless you have so much gas to get to the destination. <laughs> it's like, nah, man, you're driving normal. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. We're not you taking off. <laughs> <laughs> but what about what about you drunk Jesus? Hmm. Drunk Jesus says he can make it. Oh, I would make wait, it. Wait, I, wait. I'd force it. 
<laughs> bypass it somehow. Have some no, kind of because, jailbreak. Because here's the thing: it's like let's be let's be honest. If their cars are flying, they're obviously flying themselves. They're oh, not, you think it's like autopilot not, bullshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's autopilot oh, bullshit. That's kind of lame. I mean, in the future, that's kind of like people are like so excited for these cars that are Come driving on, themselves. Jesus, man, you think? The sky is open, right? Like, you think they're just going to fucking let people zip around and fucking go wherever the fuck they want? <laughs> like, Why not? Gonna... That'd be so fucking cool. Well, no, Why? it's going to be like, like airplanes. There's going to have to be flight paths, right? So You just put little ropes or something in the sky. And have you just float. end up with highways in the sky. It's like, mm. you, could you imagine it, rush it, hour in the sky? <laughs> There'd be no rush hour. Everyone's just flying wherever they want to fly. <laughs> fucking a million cars going in def- all all different directions. It's just fucking insanity in the sky. So, so you could since you could fly over the ocean now. W- would there be a certain point where you had to like fly on the other side of the sky? Wait, when <laughs> could you not fly over the ocean? Wait, <laughs> I'm just saying, when you get over to Europe, since they drive on the other side of the road over there, you have to oh, you have to fly on the other oh, side of the sky. True, right? right, those assholes. Yeah, what are to, they gonna? We would need to adopt a one flying system around the world. Where would the, <laughs> where would where would the change happen? Like where? Right, that's what I'm asking. Would, like right, right, where would the, uh, the where would the timeline be? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the. That's to be like a, a designated like zone where you just like, like the, This is a switch zone then, right here. Switch to the other it'd lane. Be like a like a certain <laughs> yeah yeah. There'd be like a certain latitude or longitude that would be like you got once you cross this line. You, you gotta switch fucking sides, buddy. You gotta move. Right, what if what if you fly to Australia? Would you just like flip upside down? Opposite. And then there's just like this figure eight crisscross in the highway where there's yeah. always accidents. That'd be sick. That'd be sick as fuck. I, I'm I'm excited for the future. Like I, I saw. Have you guys seen that new car? That it was a, who was it who made it? I think it was Honda, Honda and some other company, Chrysler or something. But they made like this new like. They call it the future of, of Honda and Chrysler. Yeah, they fuck? teamed up. They teamed up and they made like a, it's like a like a square box, kind of like you seen the Scion, right? <laughs> but it has like no. Yes. It has. You cannot tell what the front or what the rear of the car is. Like both sides have like tail lights, both sides have headlights, and all you do is you sit in there and you face each other as the people in the car. You just face each other, and oh, you just yeah, tell yeah, the car. Yeah. You tell. The yeah. car, where the fuck to go? Like the car, like, go to this destination, and the car just goes there. And that looks yeah. fucking crazy, dude. That yeah. looks nuts. What the fuck? I don't know if I could trust a car. Like I, I think that people like us that grew up driving cars are gonna have problems trusting cars to drive us somewhere. I don't know. Would you trust yeah, the car, Mayo? To drive no, no, I would not trust the car. Exactly. You would trust a fucking car to drive you around and shit. Going 80 miles an hour down a fucking highway. And, <laughs> hell no, I ain't trusting this fucking car. I want control of this shit. You know what I mean? All right, fuck right. that. Scary, dude. Fucking scary, Mayo. Anyways, I just wanted a little future talk in the podcast. It's 20. You know, you just wanted our opinion since Brian and I are from the future for you. That's true. We are a couple hours ahead of you. <laughs> What's the future like? <laughs> Late. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. All right. Let's get into community. Qu- oh, wait, hold on. I'm gonna do Gunny's honor here. Gunny, I'm gonna look. I'm doing this for you. Let's get into the console corner. Uh. Hopefully, this is updated. 
Is there none? Oh, um, real quick for the console people, you're gonna get free games on Xbox. Uh, Xbox One is called TT Isle of Man. What does TT stand for? Treasure Trove. Treasure uh, I don't tracking. know. It's a racing game. Tracking, tracking. Oh. Okay. It's a so motorcycle it's, racing game yeah, of some form. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Isle of Man, Xbox One. Xbox 360 Fable Heroes is the backwards compatible game. Ryan says he has to go. Peace out, Ryan. We love you, Ryan. Bye, Canadian. Yeah, I love you guys too, man. I'm sorry. I got to take off. Oh, sorry. Have yeah. a good show, guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Ryan's taking off, ladies and gentlemen. He got mad at me about the future talk, I think. Um. <laughs> also, on the <laughs> Epic Store, Kingdom Come Deliverance is available for you to get for free. It's a great game. I'm actually thinking about replaying it now that I own it on Epic. Um. It's an incredible RPG. Um, pretty much, you start off as Henry, who is the son of a blacksmith. And then, actually, throughout the game, you have to... Your, your town gets attacked by the, the the enemies. Like, you you live under a certain king who's at war with another country. Your town is one of the towns that gets sacked at first. You barely make it out alive. And the whole... You're, at first, you're just the, the son of the blacksmith, right? Like, that's all you are. So as a son of the blacksmith, you don't know how to read, you don't know how to write, you don't know anything. But the more you play as a character, the more you learn, the more you uh, practice like your sword fighting, the better your character gets at sword fighting. <laughs> the up? more, the more you read, or the more you try to read signs or understand what a sign says, like like legitimately, Mayo, you go to a, like a tavern, and you look at the sign and it looks just like blurry, like it's blurry, like scrambled letters, and you won't understand what it says. And you're like, what is this store? <laughs> Is this a tavern? Can I go in here? <laughs> what is this place? And then after a while, like your character actually learns how to read and he understands words and what the, what they mean. Uh, you make friends with like kings and lords and you can actually be knighted by like other like lords and shit. Like they can actually make you a knight. Um, the game is actually really cool. I got like pretty far into it on the three on the not the 360 but the Xbox One X. Um, but I definitely will re be replaying this on the PC. I think this is going to be my my uh what you call it man like my my beginning of the year big game will be this one mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's a good game to go back into that i've never beat i got pretty far into it but i never beat it i think one of the missions was i threw poop on like this lady's wall because she had like a really nice painted wall <laughs> and she was being a bitch to me so like one of the missions was like she's being a bitch to you fuck up her wall so i went and i grabbed like horse poop or something and i threw the horse poop on her wall and I got chased out of town or something like that. You showed her. I showed her, all right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, interesting game. Also, Mayo, heads up. I bought Journey to the Savage Planet right now on the show. And right now there is a mega sale going on on the Epic Store where you, are, you can buy games that are on sale right now currently, uh, which is a lot of them. On top of that, you get a 10% or a $10 coupon. So, Journey to the Savage Planet was $30. So, original price is not on sale, but seeing as I got a $10 coupon, uh, the game came out to $19.99. Oh, very nice. So, that's that's cool right now. You know, Epic does quite a bit of sales, and they always give those coupons that are $10 off, which yeah, I think is pretty incredible. So, trying to grow that community, you know, trying to get that player base out there. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, which I like. I like this approach a lot better than to try to lock up games. Uh, yeah. I, you know, you haven't heard anything in a while about them doing exclusive games sure. as much, and I think they're kind of learning that the community community didn't like it. And that they're maybe doing this approach and trying to win them over with sales, and that, that that's probably the right way of doing it in my mind. Yeah. If you know, if you go and make me a loyal customer, give me something worth buying. Don't force my hand over there, but you know, let me have the option. But let me come over there because I want to, and because you're offering me a good deal, not force me to the store because it's only on that store. No, I agree. I mean, I I think personally, like I I was surprised when I saw that it was on first like. I was like twenty bucks. I thought it was thirty, but then it's like on there it said like, you get a ten dollar coupon for the mega sale going on right now, whatever the fuck they're, they're calling it like the epic mega sale or epic spring sale, whatever the fuck it is. I thought it was like something to do with Valentine's Day. I thought yeah, Valentine's Day sale or something. Like that. Sale. It's a weird fucking sale, but they just decided to do a sale, and uh, that's incredible, dude. Fuck yeah, twenty dollars for that game that looks pretty interesting to me. So, well, um, yeah. I- recommend too that um this is where i purchased it uh trover saves the universe works within oculus oh, really? so you can actually buy it for probably i think it's i think it's 39 or 29 so you get 10 dollars off oh i wonder but does the coupon stack i wonder like if they do it like because usually the way epic does salespeople is they'll give you a coupon and then they'll give you another coupon <laughs> you know what i mean so you can buy like mm-hmm. five different games and each of them will be 10 dollars off I just got a weird friend request from a Gamertag MTS9000, but I'm going to dismiss that Gamertag there. That's my China friend. No, I'm kidding. Probably is. (laughs) Hey, friend. (laughs) Let's be friends. Going through my friends list. Um, But yeah, so so you said you bought that other game here? Yes, I bought uh, Trover Saves the Universe and Tetris Effect. Both from the Epic Store, and they both support the Oculus. So when you launch the game, you just right-click on it, or there, maybe there's like a little marker on the side when you go to hit Start Game, and it'll ask you how you want to launch the game, and you just hit Oculus Quest version or Oculus Rift version, hmm. and that'll enable that'll enable you to launch the game in VR. Interesting. Okay, we'll have to check it out then. I don't know how many titles they have to support VR. I know I have, like I said, I have the Tetris Effect, and I have, you know, Trover. And I think that maybe is is the only titles they own that are in VR right now. I'm not sure. Hmm. But yeah, right now the games they have on sale for, like their big sale is, oh, it's called For the Love of Games. It's what the sale is called. Uh, it goes on to the 27th of this month. Uh, so there's Mech Warrior Five on sale, Satisfactory is on sale, Outer Wild is on sale, Subnautica on sale, uh, Beyond Two Souls, Heavy Rain, My Time at Porsche, Ghostbusters, The Beast. I always see this Beast. It always gets my attention. Why does it get my attention? What's going on? What game was that? That Beast Simulator shit. Like, I always stop and look at that logo like. Uh, <laughs> I should play this. A <laughs> uh, bunch of other games are on sale, like a, a ton of them. So, yeah, there are quite a bit of games on sale. A lot of them are older titles, but you may like some of them. Anyways, what? Uh, what do we got to do next, man? Is it the questions? What do we? 
What are we doing? Oh, uh, you didn't cover. I don't think you covered the uh, PlayStation. Uh, oh, PS the Plus. PlayStation PS Plus console corner situation, right? Oh, uh, yes. This month you got The Sims Four, and you have, as well as the Fallout. Not the Fallout. What's the other game? The one with um, Bioshock. Bioshock, yeah. <laughs> Bioshock the collection, actually, which is the, the remastered games. Uh, I'm not sure if... I don't know if Bioshock Infinite is remastered, but I do know that Bioshock 1 and 2 are remastered. And all the DLC for all three games is included with this. So, like, you get all the DLC for the first game, the second game, and all the DLC for Bioshock Infinite. So, like, this is a three-game pack you're getting. On top of that, all the DLC... So, that's like a lot of fucking gameplay, dude. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a lot for free. So, go and make sure you download that uh, or just redeem it for the PS Plus. You can always download it later. Um, and The Sims 4. The Sims 4, it's The Sims. Another big fucking game. So, make sure you go and download that for yourself. And if you have a VR headset or plan to get one anytime soon or in the future, get Firewall Zero Hour. It's available as a... It's a free game as well. It's a bonus game. So Very nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's move on now to the community question of the week. Apparently last week, Gunny had a question of the week. He said, do you prefer solo or multiplayer games? And mm-hmm. we have the answers for you. Right, Mayo? Yeah, we have a lot of answers for this one, actually. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was surprised. Mayo, I want you to answer. Tell me what Rig Mayo said. And I want you to do it in Reg Mayo's voice. Oh, in regular Mayo's voice, huh? <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> so, regular Mayo says, I prefer multiplayer games over solo player games. Just due to, the, frankly, more interaction. <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't know. So Reg Mayo sounds like... <laughs> he, he'll let me know tomorrow. He's, he's actually coming over to the house tomorrow. We're building a PC for my nephew. Mm. So it's PC building day. Whoa, PC building day. Natsu says, I'm either way. I love MMORPGs, but when I find and or play a good solo game like Red Dead Redemption 2, excluding this optional multiplayer, I'll play that solo game for days straight until I 100%. It. That is fucking wild, but I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of grinding. Uh, Normie, you know, Normie, who's been on the show before, she says, multiplayer all the way. In fact, to further specify, she enjoys multiplayer games with people that she knows personally or met through other means, i.e. podcasts, other games, etc. Nice, Normie. I played a few games with her in the past. She's amazing. Uh, Vaderholic, he says, I like both, but prefer a game if it has a choice to play an online co-op campaign. One of the best co-op campaigns was Rainbow Six Vegas 1 and 2 and the terrorist hunt and I agree man those games were fucking awesome like what the fuck happened to Rainbow like 6 we need a fucking new Rainbow 6 game Rainbow Six Siege is cool but like make a fucking Rainbow Six Vegas you know what I mean oh that'd be so fucking cool yeah and it's so cool that even uh, Mojo Red he says he agrees with Vaderholic he says there's just something about those Vegas games that they just had the whole package. It was just, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was like the environment or the casinos or what the fuck it was. But they were just, 
they were just well done. You know, they were tactical as fuck. You had all the cool gadgets. Like, all that stuff was just cool. Uh, Jedi Light says, it's got to be solo for me, followed by co-op multiplayer, then competitive multiplayer. I think of my favorite game of all time, and there are mostly single players that tell a story. One of my favorite games, Mass Effect 3, has both a great solo game and great co-op multiplayer. Mass Effect Andromeda has this too, but for some reason a lot of people hated it. Hmm. I almost picked that game up the other day on the Xbox, and they had it in Target for five dollars. So I didn't. Good. Should I? I, yeah, it's so good, dude. Like Mass Effect, it's more Mass Effect. Just, just know that you're not gonna see like the old people, because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to a new universe or whatever. And like, apparently, the Mass Effect Andromeda program they left. If I'm thinking right, the timeline where they had left to go to the Andromeda galaxy or whatever to find the new world or to inhabit or whatever, they left before the events of Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. So, like, before even Commander Shepard existed and all that shit, they had left. So, I think that's how it works. Yeah. Or something like that. Or maybe a hundred years after. You know, it's either way after or way before, but... None of those people that were in those original games existed, but the people that look like them do. So, like, there is, like, the race of, like, the the Rex fucking race, the big guys and the guys with the fucking, the blue people or whatever. You know what? <laughs> Speaking about that game, dude, makes you want to play it again, too. Fuck, I want to play all these games, man. I want to play all these games. I need to quit my job. I'm going to play all these fucking games. Ah! Oh, no. More Patreon money. <laughs> I want to play all these fucking games. I need, I need all the Patreon money so I can quit my job and just play video games and talk about video games for all day. All day. I would talk video games every single day if I... Fuck, man, if I could. <laughs> oh, shit. What was the yeah, next answer? We got, we got an answer from uh, Commandalorian. You know, the old Commandalorian here. He said he prefers multiplayer co-op with friends. Ooh. Ooh. So he, he likes those games where, like, Division 2, I'm assuming, where you can play with your friends, get in a group, and play through. Mm, interesting. What, are, what happened to all the other ones? Did you skip all these other people? Were you looking at Discord? What are you looking at here? <laughs> I'm looking at the show notes and I don't see Commandalorian on my list. Oh, right, Rob McMahon. Oh, my my way down here. Oh, way down here. My bad. My bad, Mayo. <laughs> uh, McMod says I prefer multiplayer games over single player. However, due to scheduling conflicts, I tend to play games by myself. Most of the time, I reckon. Do you think it took him a while to upload that answer? <laughs> Sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, <laughs> Just giving you shit, <laughs> No, no, that's not even how Mechmod sounds, guys. <laughs> Just giving him shit. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Mechmod. Continue making cool music. Continuing on, we got, we got good old Nipron. Nipron says, he says, uh, I do like to play single player games for their creativity and the art, respectively. 
but sometimes my life consists of being very antisocial and it does get lonely playing by himself. He says that's where he values online games like WoW and Destiny and being part or and being a hard of hearing guy, I get to socialize in a way I couldn't in real life. It is also therapeutic, a therapeutic talking to gamer friends as it helps with depression. Too bad I can't play with HGB crew as much as he would like. And you know what, Nipron? Like, you're you're an awesome dude, dude. Like, you really are. Um, don't. I know that you you're going through some shit sometimes, and and I know that he was talking to us through Discord about some shit that happened on the PS4 or whatever, and, and how that just fucking was bullshitty. People were being dicks online to him. And uh, just keep your head up, man. You know, like don't don't let all that shit get to you, dude. You always have someone to talk to with us. You always have somebody to game with with us. And even if I'm not playing the same game as you, I'm willing to just shoot the shit and talk to you on Discord. You know what I mean? The same here. Yeah, I mean, it's nice too with the time zone differences that if I'm on and you're asleep, you know, I'm I'm around. Yeah. Or if I'm asleep, you're around. So it seems like one, one of the hosts and, and just the community in general, there's always seems to be somebody on. So no matter what time of day it is, middle of the night, mm-hmm. early afternoon, early morning, there's there's somebody on, you know, on the Discord. Usually it's Gunny. He's early morning on the weekends. I'm usually up, like, really fucking late on the weekends. I'll be on, like, at fucking 1 in the morning or whatever on the weekends, 2 in the morning. May will be on, like, during the weekdays or during the times earlier in the weekdays than me. Um, so it's just, we're all on different times. And like he said, you know, that, that's that's a good thing because it gives us all time to get along and talk to all of you in the community. But I know how it is, man. Like, just don't let it get to you, Nightfire. I know we've spoken in the past about things and you're an awesome dude, man. I just know that. And we, and we too, you know, last week on the show we talked about the gaming community, you know, we can have rough spots in it, but as a whole, it's a pretty diverse community. And, you know, they welcome pretty much anything in the community because you're, you're, you're a gamer tag. You're not, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, you see you as Nipron, you know, so. That's true. Um, we're going to the next question. Commander Nips, that's emo Eric Smith. He says, I'm a solo guy all the way. It's about the story for me. Interesting. That's cool. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Charlie, he goes by uh, Ordered Confusion. He says the same thing. He says, solo most of the time. Uh, he says, there's too many ass hats out there screwing up the gaming experience. Oh, and being able to play a game even in the, and the internet goes down is amazing. I mean, my internet... <laughs> Literally, it has been in the last five years, Mayo. It's gone down once, maybe twice. One time because I didn't pay it, and one time because it actually went down. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first. The first time was like my fault. The second time was the company's fault. But even like then, you know what I mean? Like they fixed it like in, within like two hours or something. I used to have back. I would say probably four years ago when I first kind of went with the internet provider that I use now. Uh, I would have drops all the time and coming to find out i had somebody come out to the house we had uh the line coming to my house from the pole it was all chewed up by squirrels and they had to replace the line and i've had great service ever since i've never had dropped internet yeah no um 
No, I have. We have Fiber here with Comcast, and works perfectly fine. I mean, no issues ever. So, but I get it. it sucks when you try to turn on your consoles. Like, no games work. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Shitty. Oh man. Dead Kamikaze says solo multiplayer is all right with the group, but most of the time I just get a toxic toxic shit show. What's up with you guys? Who are you guys playing with, man? I, like <laughs> even even I play with randoms mayo on VR and like I never like have assholes, you know what I mean? Yeah, I seem to have pretty good groups too. So <laughs> There's always like cool people that are willing to understand that I fucking suck. I'm just like, look man, I'm fucking new at this VR shit or whatever. This new fucking game. Like, for example, like, if I played Pavlov multiplayer mayo, I'm going to die a lot. Because I oh, fucking yeah, suck too. at I the reloading. Play. At the reloading, I'm like, how the fuck do I reload this gun? <laughs> like, I can't fucking time. reload. You might have had more time in it today than I have. So. <laughs> the reloading is so fucking hard on some of these guns, you know what I mean? Like, for example, like, the, you know, like, they have the big 50 cal sniper rifle. And it's a bolt action. So, like, every time you shoot, like you have to fucking pull the bolt back, eject the fucking round, grab a new one, put it in there, load it back. It's like, Jesus Christ, this takes fucking forever. What the right. fuck? I watch, watch YouTube videos on how to load them. Yeah, yeah. how to load guns. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much like a realistic, like, like they, they have you reload the guns like realistically, you know what I mean? For example, like one gun, that when you press the eject button for the magazine, the magazine just drops, but for other guns, you have to actually manually pull the magazine off of the gun or whatever. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. John. Anyways, we'll continue on here. Our, our friend old uh, Jonathan Hall, he says, uh, playing with yourself is lame. He says he prefers multiplayer games, but I mute everyone and don't talk. What the fuck? You fucking weirdo. <laughs> I prefer multiplayer games for mute everyone and never talk. What the fuck's the point of playing a multiplayer game then? You know what I mean? What's the point of that, Mayo? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe but, just better AI? I guess. I guess. I don't know. I mean, he's probably he, he plays his Titanfall. Let's be real. So, like, yeah. Titanfall. Anyways, moving on now. Daniel Taylor says single player or co-op and PvP is limited to specific games. I definitely get annoyed by randos. I don't have that issue. I don't know why you get annoyed by randos, but okay. Yeah, I've always had pretty good luck. again. But uh, Stuart McWilliam said single or co-op or like, or like a co-op where you don't really have to co-op unless you show up. And it says parentheses anthem, then just leave if need be. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Mustafa says multiplayer but can do solo. All right. <laughs> That's short and sweet. Uh, we got Richard Jimerson. Yeah. He says it depends on the genre, but he says in most cases, if, if a game has a good story, he says he'll do the campaign before he, he jumps into the multiplayer FPS. Got to do multiplayer racing. He has to go to online also. He said outside of those, uh, don't have much passion either way. Yeah. 
I agree with that. The genres really do affect the way I want to play a game. I, I feel like, for example, first-person shooters, yeah, I would want to be mostly multiplayer unless it's like a VR situation where it's a really good, like, co-op versus AI, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Um, as far as, like, RPGs, I'd want to mostly be single-player. I don't like online RPGs. Um, but, you know, I agree with him. Josh Erisman says multiplayer. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice and Jordan sweet. sweet. Yeah. All right. I'm going to butcher this name, Jesus. Uh, is it Axel Bjork? Bjork. Bjork. Axel Bjork. Or B-Jerk. He says, B-Jerky. Uh, single player, no doubt. He says the best games are single player games. Because they have to rely on a good story and experience that's enough to please without all the paraphernalia of multiplayer competition and loot drops and forever new crap. I agree. Sometimes the best games are single-player games. Think about like if... Like think about us, man. If we were in podcasting and we were playing new games all the time, for me, the perfect game would be Red Dead. Mm-hmm. I would probably still be playing Red Dead Home, you know, <laughs> like Red Dead Redemption Two. You know what I mean? I would probably still be like, like just that. That's all I need. That's all I fuck you, Mayo. That's all I need, motherfucker. Red Dead Redemption Two is life. Or you know? like maybe I'd be like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, or Grand Theft Auto Online or whatever. You know what I mean? Like just a, Skyrim. Skyrim, yeah, Skyrim, something like that. Like where like you just keep going, infinite content drops. You know, con- like the loot is just it's there. You know, the the missions are there, and I'm just doing things. You know, constantly. That would be cool. Uh, Jeffrey Rittner says, I like playing multiplayer, but I get frustrated and quit easily. I can go for about an hour. Then you get thrown into a call lobby where you know there's probably hackers. But you can't quite tell what they're doing. I don't rage quit. I want my XP. But after a round, I quit and usually have to go do something besides gaming to cool off. It could be my age, though. Laugh <laughs> out loud. I, <laughs> uh, I don't think there's a lot of hackers in Call of Duty. I honestly don't. There's there's been moments in the lobbies where I get I get paired up with pretty high level people sometimes, like just based on my skill or whatever, because I'm pretty fucking high up there. But I don't feel like there's like a lot of hackers going on in this game. Out of all the games, out of all the games that I've played, I've probably run into one lobby that it was questionable, and that's because I watched the kill cam of this dude. And his his aiming was like snap. It wasn't like a gradual like, you know how like usually you're aiming at somebody, you're moving the gun kind of, and you could see the player is moving the gun. This was like a snap motion, like like he was like when he would like aim at somebody, it was like snap, like like it was like instant like lock onto headshots, like snap movements, like his. And I was like, oh, that's probably a fucking aimbot or something, you know what I mean? But that's the only time I've ever seen that. Besides yeah, that, that's what is, the nice thing is. With the kill cam, you can see that. But if, and if you repeatedly have the same guy killing you the same way like that, then you can be like, all right, this guy has yeah, to be this doing this guy something. has to be cheating or something. Yeah, and there's been only one time that I had some dude questionably be like, hey, this motherfucker's killed my team like seven times in a row. What the fuck? None of us can kill him. We can't get close to him, and he's just killing us from across the map. What's going on here, you know? And um, But other than that, though, it's just really based on skill. Some players are just really... Really, 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 really fucking good at Call of Duty, you know? Like, they're just... Like, that's... That's all they play, dude. That's literally all they fucking do is play that game. 
Like me. Yeah. Uh, next, next one. Have, uh, oh, oh. The next answer from uh, Don Bennett. It says, depends on what company is around. Um, ever just keep to yourself offline just to avoid that one person you see on. LOL. She must be talking about you, Jesus. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> sorry, Don. I keep stalking you and I keep sending you messages. I'm sorry. I won't stop. <laughs> She's trying to avoid me every time I get online. I'm trying to send her an invite. Stop Speaking being of- a stalker, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Ryan's back. Oh, hey, Ryan. Hey, guys. Hello. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Olivia got up and we had to deal with that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Daddy life. <laughs> Fun times, Ryan. Fun times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How old is Olivia now? She's one and a half, two? No, she's uh, 16 months. That's almost one and a half, Ryan. Come on now. Oh, it's one one year, four months. <laughs> Come on. She's got two more Ryan, months before she gets that status. Ryan, five years from now. She's 75 months. <laughs> <laughs> Better not be doing that shit five years from now, Ryan. I'll fucking no, kill once you, she, motherfucker. Once she, once she turns two, that's it. That's it. That's it for the month. She's two. That's a cutoff mark for you is two? two? Okay, that's a it's good two. one. All right, good. Two yeah. is good. They'll be doing it when she's like four years old. She's 49 and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> She's 879 months. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Alan maybe says, I love a few single-player games, but Xbox is a multiplayer console. I can't be on Xbox without having three to six friends in it and all gaming together. I guess at my age, I don't go out for the nightlife anymore, and all my friends are on the Xbox parties nowadays tonight. Wait a minute. At his age, how, how old is Alan? Alan's not that old, He's like is he? He's 29, isn't he 30? <laughs> at, at my age, back in my nah, day. Back in my day. <laughs> well, back in my day, Alan, we didn't have friends on our Fandango consoles that we played video games on. <laughs> we, we'd blow on a cart- cartridge and hope that it turned on when you pushed the power button. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he says, all my friends are on Xbox Party now, day to night, having fun. So multiplayer is an always for me. Oh, so he's Alan's Mr. Popular, yeah, I guess. Mr. He's got all the friends. Got all the friends. Look at me. He's got all the friends. Look at him, Mr. Mr. Social Butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. For for our next answer, I'm just gonna jump in there. I I didn't add it earlier because uh, oh, I thought oh. Gibbs was gonna be on the show. I'd skipped your answer. Do you do you have you your answer, Gibbs, to what the question was? Do you remember? Uh, no, I don't have it up here right now. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I can get to it, maybe. Is it in the notes, or are you just going off no, Facebook? No, I skipped it off the notes. So just off the top of your head, uh, solo or multiplayer? Oh, solo. I'm, I'm a solo player for sure. I mean, multiplayer for me is, is I, I'm more of a co-op person. I like playing co-op. Competitive multiplayer is not my bag. I've never really been into it. I play the games, especially if I'm with a group that... I'm having fun with, but you know, like it's never been like, 
I don't I don't get into this dick swinging competition of competitive multiplayer personally. For me, it's not a thing that I need to get into. I I go into games for an experience. I want to have fun. I want to enjoy myself. You know what I mean? I, and some people enjoy playing multiplayer. I don't. Yeah, you know, I never have really. I always, I I always hated like in the beginning. I always hated when online gaming started because it started turning my hobby into something that I didn't like. Um, for me personally, I, you know, there's still enough fun in the single player parts of games that you know I still enjoy gaming, obviously. But um, yeah. Personally, for me, it's it's a single player thing. I like to escape in a in a world. You know what I mean. I'd rather do that than go online and try and kill as many people as I can, or try not to die. <laughs> Whatever. Oh yeah, because it says here your response was, "I love multiplayer games." Call oh, is that what it was? Shit. <laughs> Three hundred and sixty no scope bitches come at me. I'll be on Rust one v one. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Oh, you tell me, Ryan. Playing Rust? Are we playing Rust now? I don't know. What... I don't know what this means. It says you'll be on Rust. Oh wait, that's one v one or something. I don't know where Rust. Is. <laughs> Three sixty no scope, bitches. I'll be on Rust one v one me. That sounds like Brink. I don't know. Sounds like someone else's response completely. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, our next answer is uh, David Snyder. He says, always multiplayer. He said, solo games put him to sleep. Okay, boomer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need you some action or I'll fall asleep, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying. Oh, so is this is this what's is this what's happening now, Jesus? Is he just like get the community to answer questions and then you just shit all over them? Pretty much. <laughs> you just shit all over every answer. It's See fun. community. I guess to now. Me like- now we're now you're entertaining Jesus instead of him entertaining you. <laughs> There you go. Now, now they're gonna want Patreon money back. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to start paying them, Jesus. <laughs> we get to another community. <laughs> I love Davis. Davis Snyder knows I'm just playing right, David. Mm-hmm, partner, Christopher right. Dirty Bot Morse says it depends. I love playing multiplayer, but only with friends or people who can talk. What does that mean? <laughs> People who can talk. Hmm. Oh well, people then mics, that right? Will, mics. Well, have right? mics. I think that's what he's saying. Yeah. Okay, he's not being discriminatory against people that cannot talk. Christopher, I agree. I like people with microphones. Kills me in the VR that there's always people without fucking mics. It's like, come on, dude, turn your fucking, turn your yeah. fucking mic on, Mayo. Now you know that Oculus that it has it built in, so you know they have a mic. Oh, where's the microphone? Is, can I mute it on there? Is there a mute button? Yeah, you can mute it in the dashboard on Oculus. But a lot of the uh, games offer the option to mute it in the game also. I don't want people hearing me, making weird noises and shit. I'm fucking shooting at them. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can mute it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what's the next answer? 
All right, is I'm gonna butcher this name too here. Is it is it Mikey? Mikey. Zadik? Zaladic. Zaladic. He his answer is just solo. Sorry, sorry, Mikey or Mickey. Probably Mikey, right? Might be Mickey. Could be Mickey. How would you say that last name? Zaladic. Zaladic. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'm not the Solo. best at pronouncing shit anyway, so. Solo. Uh, we missed. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna write in and be like the the actual uh, pronunciation of my name is <laughs> The actual pronunciation of my name is Mark. <laughs> it's like Sean and John. <laughs> like Sean, yeah. Fucking Sean and John, I'm like, okay. my name Actually, is John. my name is John. My name is Sean. But my I name just is spell John. it Sean. <laughs> like an asshole. Uh, Sean Icewiller, speaking of Sean, John, he said, Yeah, there you go. Mostly solo, but I need a little multiplayer sprinkled in there. Time to Tom. Time after time. Uh, what, what else do we have? Easy there, Sandy Lopper. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> What else do we have, man? Discord. Do we have Discord? Yeah, Discord. Uh, I had posted the Discord ones. You did? Yeah, that's what we read off first. Oh, well, okay. Well, never mind then. Never mind. I guess I'm done. I think I think it's all of our answers. You never, never, you mind. Uh, what is the community question for this week? Oh, I don't know. Uh, think of one, Ryan. You're the guest. Oh God! Really? Mm-hmm. You make me think of one. He's thinking one. Uh, yeah, he's thinking, people. He's thinking. Really? I don't know. You gotta. You gotta. You, no. You, I don't. I don't do this stuff anymore. I'm not executive. <gasps> this is your. This is your call. What? What about you, Mayo? Hmm. I can't think of anything really. I was trying to. Since since we've been talking so much VR talk, uh, yeah, what there about? You go. What would it take for you to purchase VR what, if you haven't, you know, don't already own it? What will it take for yeah. you to purchase a VR? Any VR or just just any VR? Yeah, any VR. Just any VR, just VR in general. Even is. Oculus Quest. Okay, all right, all right. What, 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 no, would, it, like, what would it take it, to get you on the VR train? Is it Jesus price? Is it accessibility? Is it, you know, whatever, just... What would it take you to get VR? What would it take it, you to get VR? If you don't already have it. What if you do have it, then what made you get it? Yeah, that works. Why not? And if you already do, what made you get it? There we go. Perfect. Question of the week, motherfucker. All right. Post that shit. I'm posting it on the All Facebook. All that VR talk. Lots of VR talk coming up. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm, partner. Damn, Skippy. <laughs> get, Jesus better get the money in that headset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking four hundred dollar headset, dude. 
He's got to he's got to get more Patreon, so he's reaching out to the VR people. <laughs> yeah, reaching out to the VR people. Help me, <laughs> help me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's all we have for this week, people. You can find Ryan. Where can we find you, Ryan? You can find me on Xbox Live, Steam, PSN, all the places as Gib. Just Gib. Did you notice that? I'm just Gib now. What? I'm just Gib. No, I haven't noticed. Wait, wait. Oh, oh bullshit. Yeah, I'm going to go check right now. I still have hashtag 8777, but I'm just Gib. What? I think that only comes up for me. It comes up for you as just Gib, right? What? Check. Yeah. I think, because when I looked at it, when I was logged into Kathy's thing, I looked at it and it said just Gib, but on, on my screen it says Gib hashtag eight seven seven seven. Are you on? Well, I don't even see you on my friends list. What the fuck? Did you unfriend me, you asshole? No. What the fuck's going on here? It should be there. You're under my favorites, I think. That's why it is. Yeah, probably. No, it still on says, Steam. It still says Gib on Steam, you're still Gib eight seven seven. Does it really? Yeah. Because I checked with Kathy's and it said Gib. That's weird. But does it say hashtag 8777? Oh. No? Not on Steam. It should. That's weird. Not on Steam. No, 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 no. On Xbox. No, no. On Xbox, you are Gib 87777. No, that's too many sevens. <laughs> you got the friend. You friended the wrong person, man. <laughs> the wrong Gib. <laughs> The whole time. Why does he have an HGP <laughs> logo on his shit? What's going on here? <laughs> it's pretty obvious everyone just steals that art. <laughs> yeah, just everyone uses it for whatever. Like, just... <laughs> uh, no, you're still Gib okay. 8777. I think if you search for me as Gib, it'll it'll come up. I think you're full um, shit. Mine <laughs> says, well, I could take a picture of, like, show you. It says hashtag 877. You're still give 877. Stay line in the community. <laughs> I don't I don't want any friends. Stay away from me. <laughs> solo player games. <laughs> you prefer solo player games, guys. That's right. I don't want to play multiplayer, guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. And I, th- I thought it did show because, like I said, I, I checked through Kathy's profile and it showed up as just Gib on hers. Figured it was. I guess I was wrong. What the fuck? I wonder if maybe it's only on the console that shows that. I have no idea. But you know when they did that change where you can change your gamer tag and and have number your numbers like be something else, like be after a hashtag kind of thing, like like the Blizzard accounts and the all that shit. That's when I did it. I changed it to just Gib. <clears throat> maybe you need to refresh or something. I don't know. You're weird. Shit's weird. Shit's just weird, motherfucker. Anyways, you can find me on the VR chat as Jesus walks lots. <laughs> go talk, go talk to <laughs> go, talk, go to talk to Jesus in VR. <laughs> uh, you can find me in the Oculus as Jesus walks a lot. You can find me on everywhere else as Jesus walks a lot. Pretty much, yeah, everywhere, like everywhere. Yeah, like, everywhere now. Even Twitter, everywhere, even everywhere, just fucking Jesus walks a lot. That's the best way, man. <laughs> yeah, finally got it Keep on PlayStation. I think I think PlayStation finally got tired of me tweeting at them, and they finally fixed that. 
Because <laughs> every so often, I would just tweet at them and keep fucking tagging them and tweeting them. And then they finally got tired of seeing my shit and was like, fuck it. I think, I think this what Jesus got, guy is annoying. They Fuck. Must, I think what got to them was the fact that I told them that Xbox let me do it, and they wouldn't. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Xbox lets me do this, why won't you? And then they're like, all right, fuck it, we gotta let him do it if Xbox does it. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, can we find you, Mayo? Mayo? You're gonna find me on Steam as the Mayo one. You're going to find me on Origin now as Chinese Mayo. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's the Mayo one. And you're going to find me on Discord as the Mayo. Mayo. The guy who hacked you probably had coronavirus. Yeah, he, he probably, probably really wanted to play now Apex. Now you're infected. He sent it through the internet. It he really wanted to play Apex. Computer. And, and you gave that player the opportunity. You were like a Make-A-Wish Foundation. You now your Origin account... <laughs> Now your he origin account has coronavirus. With all that, you know, high tier unlock stuff, all the you know, all the battle passes that I didn't complete. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he wanted, has all that he stuff. He wanted all those skins. He wanted he wanted to just be that purple pathfinder from Twitch Prime. <laughs> you had him. So yep. <laughs> he needed that was his make a wish. So the Make a Wish Foundation helped him hack your account. <laughs> Hacked into your account. <laughs> and they gave it to him. Like, here you go. There you go. Yeah, you're gonna get a letter back from from Respawn saying we we uh, we traced it back to the Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> 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 Make a wish, guys. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. So fucked up. <laughs> Are you still recording? What's going on? Okay, bye everyone. <laughs> Gunny, you find Gunny on top of a oh, mountain yeah. skiing. <laughs> Did you see the picture he sent? He sent a picture. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah, picture in the chat. The he's got he's got a little uh, a little sled that he's <laughs> <laughs> that he's doing the gunny stare. <laughs> he's doing the, like the like the gunny and a deer light stare, just like. <laughs> I haven't seen him do that in a long time. <laughs> Gunny looks like a serial killer in this picture. <laughs> I love you, Gunny. Fuck, guy. <laughs> you look like a serial killer. That is like the type of picture they put in a documentary when like they go into the like the history of the serial killer in the past. <laughs> They're like the type of picture they show. <laughs> oh fuck. I gotta look at it again. I gotta look at it. Just look at it. Just look at it. It looks like a serial killer. <laughs> 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 we love you, Gunny. Find Gunny Chief buddy. on everything. He's Gunny Chief. He's HGP Gunny Chief. <laughs> oh, no, HGP Gunny. Oh, well, HGP H- Gunny. Underscore Gunny, I think, yeah, on PlayStation. On PlayStation. And, uh,. <laughs> Love you guys. Peace out, Brussels Sprouts. We'll see you on the next edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. And we'll put this picture of Gunny serial killer picture on Facebook if he lets us. Bye. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.
see if you added that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.